Welcome to the Playing the Game podcast with your hosts, Brock White and Cody Ransom. This podcast is the place for all things baseball, hunting, and entrepreneurship. These two guys have put in the work and have the stories and advice to back it up. Brock is a longtime business owner, and Cody played pro ball for over 18 years. Driven deep to left field. There it goes. See ya. A long home run for Cody Ransom. The one thing that brings these two guys together is hunting. Babe Ruth said it best. Never allow the fear of striking out to keep you from playing the game. This is the Playing the Game podcast, presented by Rolly White RV. Hey everybody, what's going on? Welcome to Playing the Game. We are on episode 21. We got done with the old steamroller series of the wives, and uh, I think we made it through alive. What do you think, Brock? Yeah, you know, could have been worse. <laughs> it could have been far worse. I think we're going to do another one in a little while when we are uh, with both of them together and see if we can't just get roasted by them. But it was... Uh, we are here in the old, I don't know, gym, I guess, uh, with gymnasio uh, gym with, uh, with the homie over there. We have Johnny Gomes with us today. Johnny, what's going on? What an honor. What an honor. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> thank Hanging you, Hanging out with two absolute alpha males in an <laughs> alpha garage. <laughs> we got dogs. We got weights. We got bows. We got punching bags. Boats and hey. Where else are you We, we do be? have all of that. Yes. Yeah. Also, we, we are just think, out. I to top it off. Would it be weird if we got um, our our feet done? Excuse me. Yeah, like go get pedicures. Pedicures. Yeah. In the garage. What? Like we could like call, right now. We could call like you know they like do a catering service like a mobile. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Um, Would you be into that? I can. Yeah, as long as you're not doing it for me. I'm do well. Can you? That's the problem. <laughs> yeah. no, if it's you, I'm out. <laughs> so let me tell you this with age. So I hit 30 years old, and then all last sudden, week. Yeah. So not <laughs> quite. Birthday. Not quite. But all of a sudden, I was like, "Wow, this like drinking deal is tough." Like all of a sudden, you just get super hungover at 30, and I'm like, oh, "Like great. at at age 30." Drinking gets more difficult. Like on the birthday of 30. like Is it the drinking part or the recovering like part? Like in your 20s, you just drink and you just pop up. You're like, let's go. Boom. Yeah. And then once you get into 30s, like I was like, fuck, I, I can't do that anymore. And then I just hit 40 uh, in November, and I was super excited to be like, what's next? Yeah. My feet stink so bad. <laughs> Out of the blue. Out of for, at 40. For 39 years, I can work out. I can play a game. I yeah, can slide. You're, you're nothing. Looking, you're fresh. And you can, you can lick my feet, do a pedicure all you want. I wake up at 40. <laughs> rotten. Oh, man. <laughs> it's this unbelievable. Episode. I can't get rid of it. I'm like reading books and like doing all this <laughs> stuff. Like just out of the blue at November 20th is my birthday. November 23rd, my feet just start reeking. So this episode is brought to you by Bond Gold Medicated. Need it. Cool I've bond. tried cool Gold Bond. Cool bond. Yeah. Close. Or yeah, if you gold. want the uh, off-label, Bond Gold. <laughs> bond yeah. Gold. That's the, uh, the CVS edition, yes. probably. Kirkland. 
Yeah, so that's what I got with um, gold. Yeah, so the, that's uh, what happened. The, yeah, so like the pedicures, I'm like, ah, I don't know if I can get one. Uh, well, maybe might, you should get one. Well, no, I might blow that joint out. Well, what if there's like some? I'm sure you're not thing, the only one that's done that. There's yeah. a parasite on your foot that you don't know about. That's stinky. This guy's gone deep right now. Yeah, stinky that's parasite, uh-huh. and that's the problem. Yeah, there's uh, like dude, bed you just bugs solved, for you just shoes. Totally solved your for problems. 39 years. There wasn't one. And something with some the northern. Like, do you live in Scottsdale? I bet it's mm-hmm. something with Blame it on COVID. Oh, dude. I think it's global warming. Global warming. Yep. It's hotter, <laughs> so they sweat more. Well, the problem is, is that the soil is more rancid because with people sitting around because of COVID. Oh. Yeah, no, I wear shoes. Huh. It snuck so, into the shoes. Yeah. I really think this has to do with COVID. It's got, but. Well, I, you I, know what? We were over at the facility, mm-hmm. and like. There were guys that had it, so maybe it snuck in the shower shoes. I think my feet have COVID. Yeah. That's all. I think that's what it is. My feet can't smell themselves. You should put a mask on your feet. I'm in. Like, I feel I need to get, like, a belt sander on the bottom of my foot and and start over. They usually start with the cheese grater. They just go right to the kitchen drawer. They see my feet, and then they go in the back where they're peeling the potatoes. Belt sander and potato peeler. Start chopping, and then they get the belt sander. Yeah. Then they go with. It's the, like a little bit gross right now. I just. Well, you know, have you seen Dumb and Dumber? I have. Yep. With the grinder. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's it. That's what we need. That's why we have to go. Oh. See, I don't have a nail issue. I'm good. That's the Dumb and Dumber, and they're yeah, just with the belt. Right. Yeah, it's I, more the. It's it's more of an odor. Odor. Yeah, it's an odor issue. So odor eaters. I'm, odor eaters. I'm more the cheese grater problem. All right. Mm. You're the odor. And Cody's just his feet are, can't are too big; they can't fit in the tub. <laughs> I feel like, we have a lot more to offer. And <coughs> this podcast, mm-hmm. I definitely think I hope I hope this is going a better direction in a minute. Well, Cody's gonna have to pay for two people because he's gonna have the one person per foot. Yeah, I'm oh. just worried about going with you guys because we might not be invited back if it was a facility. Maybe we should go like t- somewhere in uh, Tempe. They're like, don't bring that guy back. That that's fine. Yeah, we're not coming back. Mm-hmm. I'll we'll di- just start the farthest away and work our way. I'll dirty way. the water for sure. Go west side, they'll let you back anytime. <laughs> yeah, west side, go over there. Like, you know what? It's way better than what we had. Come on back. I love it. So, so Johnny, yeah, let's. Um, we digress. We we're gonna digress because that was a rabbit hole again. We do that often. I love it. So let's um, we'll we'll talk a little bit about like you know where you're from. Mm-hmm. Get into your career a little bit. Mm-hmm. Talk about what's going on now. Mm-hmm. Um, throw three teasers out. Yep. Talk about your interest. Mm-hmm. Um, kind of what you get into with uh, some of the charity stuff. Yeah. And uh, I go love from that. there. So, don't you uh, yeah. Let us know where you like grew up and Absolutely. how you got into what you did and all that stuff. So, John Gomes hit the soil uh, in Northern California, Sonoma County, Napa Valley. AKA God's country. Um, didn't quite grow up next to the big guy, but I imagine he's got a summer house there because yeah. it's a, uh, it's a magical place. I mean, it's funny how growing up in Napa Valley, Sonoma County and just being like, bah, bah, bah. And then it wasn't until I left. It wasn't until I started playing pro ball where that's like the first or second question you ask dudes they're like hey man where are you from mm-hmm. oh my god yeah i know the wine country they're like oh my god it's beautiful it is <laughs> like nah man it's just 
Rolling Hills wrapped in grapes right yeah. next to the ocean. What's the big deal? The, what, I don't see yeah, it. I'm like, yeah. where are you from? Kansas. Oh, mm-hmm. yeah. That sucks. Where I live is beautiful. Maine. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. North Dakota, Montana. Yeah. All these. Big, yeah. Montana's pretty. Yeah. Well, yeah, it's pretty, but it's yeah. It's got different. Like, here's the color scene so much different here because it's brown, right? Just a lot of browns and then reds, it seems like. Browns and reds. And then you go out there, you got green. We got it all. Blue. Four seasons. Purple. Yeah. Purple. Purple. Because you got grapes. Yep. So it's a lot of your your assortment to your eyes. There's Yeah, there's a, there's a lot of action. And it's then, a palette. Yep. Yeah. It, it's a party in your mouth. And then you have. It's the, a Bob Ross. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Painting It palette. is a Bob Ross. And then you have the beach. And then you have San Francisco. And then you're a Southwest flight. From wherever the hell you want to go. That's cool. And then, so when Is I grew up. Is it a small town? Yeah, Lincoln? super small town. Growing up, population of like 40,000. Um, so growing up, baseball is this, football is that, all stuff. But we were like core athletes, you know, like core sports. So like, you know, snowboarding, wakeboarding, motocross, mountain bike. So we had like Mount Tam where like Cannondale bikes came after. So we were just huge, you know, mountain bike dudes. Um and then we have Tahoe, where the yeah. Winter Olympics were. Um, we have the ocean. So we, we, it was hard at times. What we'd want to do is three boards in a day, three different boards in a day. So you could snowboard, wakeboard, and surf in a day. So you but, liked all boarding sports. Yeah. No, I like wheels, too, and horsepower. But um, there's not many places in the country, right, where you so can or snowboard, the world. Or, uh, snowboard and surf in the same day. That is very difficult. Yeah. Because you he could be surf, snowboard, and wakeboard. In the same day. Yeah. And you'd do that. Like, that was something you liked to do. Yeah. So, you could snowboard in the morning. You could wakeboard on Lake Tahoe in the afternoon. And then you could hit the, like, so what month? What month can you do this? Because we need to make a trip. Yeah. That's, like, April, probably, right? Like No, it's got to be the winter. So, the water's cold. So, you got what, you wear a dry suit? Yeah. Uh, dry suit in Lake Tahoe for sure. Yeah, because it's like near yeah. frozen. And then when you go to the lake, it'd be like a three-quarter inch suit or booties and gloves, maybe a hood, but not a dry suit. Yeah. But I would do that yeah. right now. So and That's it, something I want to do. And that's three okay. and a half hours on the road. So from, uh, That's not bad. I don't really care. So my hometown right here, three and a half hours to Tahoe. So you snowboard. And then Lake Tahoe is right there. So boom, three and a half hours to sunset. And then Okay, January of next year. Guys, not baseball. Uh huh. We will do a trip. We'll do three boards in one day and top it off with two wheels and power. Yes. Can we finish up the weekend with a hunt? Yeah. Yeah. They'll go kill a hog somewhere. There's going to be hogs around there. Tons of hogs and turkeys. Um, Deer. But yeah, so I say three boards in one day. So that's just one day out of the four or five days we go. So what, what, what would you like to do? Like, if you had a. <clears throat> Thanks for the invite, by the way. Yeah, I appreciate yeah, that. You're in. Yeah, we just invite ourselves. If you had a weekend, and you're like, "Hey, this is my deal. I'm going to go have fun." How? What would it look like? Now or then? Then. Then, I would want to snowboard the whole time. You're, you're, yeah, because usually like a boarder prefers one over the other. Yeah. Like for me, I was a wakeboarder. Yeah. I'd prefer wakeboarding. Yeah. Snowboarding was second. I never surfed a lot because we were pretty far away. So surfing. So if you surf a lot in Northern California where we were, you are, that's rolling the dice. 
because we got those things called great whites. Yes. And <laughs> they live the cold water. Up yeah. There. <laughs> yeah. It's a part, it's the north uh, tip. So there's a big triangle, and we're at the north tip. And uh, there was one time I was in the water with a great white you shark. Saw it? Yeah. Without a cage. How'd but you feel? Just fucking, who cares, man? What are like we going to do? At that point, you don't control your fate. Yeah, no, it's just like this is yeah, we're we're National Geographic stuff right here. So I was I was you? abalone diving? No, I doubt. It. I don't know. It probably saw me way before I even saw it or whatever. So we we're abalone diving. I was with my pops and um we're in a we're in a cove and this big old coast guard cutter just comes ripping around the side. And when that happens, that's like someone drowned, right? So it's like, oh, whatever. So we're out there with our uh you know, our deals. And uh, we're diving down, and this thing just gets super close to us and just, whoosh, and just rolls his wake on us. And this yeah. is a big, like, cutter, 40-footer, right? Yeah. And then just, like, stops and then just goes and idle and starts going from the middle of the cove, like, out. And we're looking at it, like, waiting for them to, like, jump in and, like, rescue some dude. And all the Coast Guard goes to the bow of the boat and is, like, throwing squid off the front. Oh, they're trying to detract it from you They're guys. trying to roll them out, and this thing just goes, Kadoosh! Kadoosh! Just keeps coming it's up, huge, grabbing huh? the squid, and this thing was like, oh, frick, I don't know, 20 feet or whatever, and I was like, huh, that thing was just under us. <laughs> I was just hanging out. Uh, um, yeah. Yeah, anyways, we're going to get out of the water. Yeah, yeah. kind of done. Yeah, I yeah. mean, that's, yeah, that, that's always on the board when you go into the water in Northern California. You know, I... I'm going to stay out of the water. Mountain lion hunt I went on. See, that's Harry. And we, I sit there staring. There's a picture of me on Instagram. And I'm looking up the tree. I'm just staring at this thing. And to sit there and stare at something, There, there's a feeling that I feel like people should feel. Yeah. Of something that wants to kill you. Hunting. Stalking. Like, an elk won't kill you. No. Like, you know, a deer won't well, kill you. not like. On, it's not going to attack you. It's not going to see not. you and be no, like, right. I'm going to murder Cody, even right. though it could. <laughs> so what is this? What is it? Uh, mountain lions, polar bears, and water moccasins, from what I got, are the only three animals on the planet that will stalk a human. Oh, yeah. Mountain lions will, for sure. Stalk. Well, that's why all those, the, when those, when they get whacked, they're from behind. Yeah. Holy fuck. Yeah, because when you, a mountain lion, you would never hear it. No. They're so quiet. When my father-in-law has killed them in tree stands, mm-hmm. he doesn't hear them coming in. They just appear. Yeah. And he's killed three out of a tree stand. That's next level. And Where is this uh, on Instagram? I'm trying to find the picture. It's on playing the game. Oh. I just okay. staring at yours. Yeah. <laughs> it's me just staring up the tree. It's just, I was staring up the lion, and it it's crazy to oh. meet eye to eye with an animal that wants to kill you. Yeah. I thought the lion was on there. It's and I'm thinking you. like. What do you think he's thinking? He want, I want, <coughs> he's I'm trying to kill you. A lot you. of bad words. He's yeah. like, I want him. He's like, this you. jack wagon's got a gun and a bow and all this shit. And I just got if my claws. This asshole, if he would just hold still for a little bit and let me catch my breath. <laughs> he I'm would just blink. Yep. Where's, where's, where's your eyes, gun at, dude? It's just like down to the left of me. Yeah, you need that in your hands. I mean, like, dude, like, the guide was about ready to climb the tree. 
Yeah, it's well. crazy. He doesn't carry a gun. He's like, he'll climb the tree and throw rocks at him to, like, jump him out, mm. you know, to, like, get him to leave or whatever. But we ended up leaving the cat in the tree. So he's got good away. life insurance because he doesn't really care. <laughs> Maybe that's why my life insurance got denied. They checked out my Instagram page or yep. something. Again. <laughs> Keep it up. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's a very real experience being, like, in the water or somewhere where you see an animal – that could decide your fate. Well, I mean, I, I think it's more than that of the odds of it happening, but yet the chance of taking it, right? Yeah. Like, what, what am I, not going to get in the water? Yeah. Well, probably 90% of people won't, but I, I just can't live like that. No. You know? I mean, it's can't like... can't live in fear. Yeah, I just... But there's odds. Yeah, you you might get whacked, you know, but... um, You might also get in a car wreck. Yeah, driving car the, wrecks. Yeah, down the street. Yep. You just want to live life on your terms. Yeah, I mean, it, it, yeah, it's rolling the dice a little bit, but um, man, that's what makes life exciting. I think. That's yeah, right. rolling the dice a little bit. Yeah, got to a little bit. Uh, I'm yeah. into that. I, I like it. So, so Sonoma's got black tail, right? Black yeah. tail deer. Yeah, yeah. They, yeah. They, so when they move down, they like start. What I've been told is that they start um, breeding with the mule deer. That's why California mule deer doesn't, right. they don't get that big. Yeah. And we got huge bass. Hmm. Huge bass. I heard there's a high This could be a fun weekend. Like bass eat bass type of bass. Yeah. Oh, like, that's how big they are. Yeah. Right? So you're a fisher. I mean, just get me outdoors. Do you I'll, like, I'll like deep if, sea fishing, saltwater? Uh, yeah, I'll do it. 100%. I've never had a good experience saltwater fishing, and I want to. Do you get seasick, or you just don't? No, I've never caught anything. Oh. I go out in these charters, and they're like, eh, it's not a good day. I've done tons of charters. I've done all this stuff. I, I'm fully convinced deep water fishing is luck. Yeah. It's just straight luck. And the good fishers have, like, these, like, depth finders that are, like, some NASA stuff. Yeah, and then they... See where the group. Yeah, are. you just see where the fish are, and you throw the thing down there, and he eats it, and you got one. Yeah, gotcha. duh. Yeah. Um. So freshwater fish, bass fishing. Yeah, trout. Um, rainbow trout. So you grew fun. up doing all this stuff: hunting, yeah. fishing, yeah. boarding. Yeah. So when you were growing up, what was like? I mean, obviously you played major league baseball, but uh-huh. what was the sport that you liked the most? That like you gravitated to the most? So growing up. Um, I was probably full, like, football, yeah. Um, which was weird because, like, I grew quick at, like, fourth grade. I was one of the biggers, and then I kind of stopped at fourth to, like, eighth. So I'm weird. still playing football. And from being, like, the big kid in fourth to the short kid in eighth, I'm like, dang, these guys are hitting hard yeah. when I used to hit hard. Um, but we just kept rolling with it, all the stuff. So football was, was there. Uh, actually, I, I rode my BMX bike a lot, and then right before I signed, um, I was actually, like, I just hit this number. I couldn't even tell you the number, but uh, hitting the slalom course on a single ski. Oh, wow. Behind the boat. Yeah. Um, at, like, I think it was, like, 35 miles per hour on the single ski, and I was just, like, hanging on the side. Yeah. And that was such a rush for that, me. That, it, that's called a concussion. Totally. Yeah, I mean, when you, you crash, you're skipping. Oh, skipping and rolling and, like, yeah, you got to pull your life together to yes. get back behind the boat that again. That was my, my dad's ski accident. Remember I told you about yeah. it? Canyon Lake? Yeah, he was slalom skiing. Uh-huh. And they spun him. Like, the boat turned at Canyon, you know, narrow. Yeah. That narrow uh, 
uh, canyon there where you, you go through, and then they try to turn there. And uh, so sped him up around the corner, and he, he went to bail off and just skipped across the water. Uh-huh. Ski hit the wall and threw him up against the wall. Uh-huh. And, like, I mean, they thought he was dead. Yeah. And that was, like, before I was born. So, yeah. Yeah, yeah single skiing was, like, all about the driver. Yeah. All about the driver. Did your dad, like, take you, or do you just go do this all on your own? It was my buddy's uncle. Oh, My so buddy's you, uncle, yeah. So usually somebody, like, for me, my dad took us, and then at some point we took over. Uh-huh. Or, like, I had friends I would tag along. Yeah. And then I stuck with them, and they still do it to this day. Yeah. Um, yeah, but single skiing was sick, man. It, I mean, it was a rush, and... The same thing, just like these animals or whatever, but when you're hanging down with your cheek and your ear next to the water <laughs> at 45 miles per hour and this arm can get ripped out of socket and you can just spin, or like Cody was just talking about, you turn and all of a sudden the boat passes you and now you're going like, you're going to run into the boat. Yeah. yeah. It was, um, yeah. I guess adrenaline. Yeah. Adrenaline. Oh, when you're junkie. laid out like that? Yeah. So yeah. I compare like when. Like, we go out to sand dunes, and you start driving, you know, you get on a good line, right? And you go a line at a certain speed. Yeah. And then the next time you go at another speed. And it's just that you're getting comfortable in uncomfortable situations. And the more more you're okay with being uncomfortable Mm -hmm. in that situation, the faster you can go. Yeah. And... But the sand dunes... It's called fear leaving. Yeah. like The sand dunes are hairy to me. Gosh dang. You could be the best driver in the world and some jack wagon comes over with this rig that he just bought and just wants to do a wheelie right in front of you. You just... um, You learn where to go and the times to go. Yeah. And then you avoid the other times. Yeah. You don't go at night anymore. Night rides are out. And then if you go... Like, the best rides are, like, at 7 in the morning. Uh-huh. All the drunks are asleep. <laughs> it's the best. There's nobody out there. And you can hit it really hard. That's pro. And, um, like, that's you think about it. Wakeboarding, yeah. skiing. Oh, yeah. Any board sport, any, like, all the pros are going early morning. Early. Early. So. Water's calm. No wind. Yeah. That's how no life dumbasses. works. That's how yeah, life yeah, works. Right. right. The partiers stay out late. Uh-huh. And the workers... The pros, the athletes, they get up in the morning, right? Yeah. I mean, so I, I mean, say the best party to ever go to is the pre-party. The pre-party. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pre-party. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> and then the party starts, and then you go home, and then the after party you go to. <laughs> anyone can go to the party. Yeah, anyone can go to the party. Yeah, not yeah. anyone can go to the pre-party. Pre and after, that's what you yeah. want. Yeah, that's Behind what, scenes. Yeah, that's the show time. Gotcha. Yeah. So you're a board sport guy. Uh-huh. And wheels. And wheels. Mm-hmm. You like dirt bikes. Yep. Mountain bikes. Yep. Dirt do you bikes. Have he still rides his mountain bike in every once in a while. Yeah. So right. yeah I'm, I'm like five and a half miles from the complex. Yeah. So sometimes I ride the mountain bike into work. You, do you wear a mask into work? I, uh, <laughs> don't, don't get us started. Yeah. <laughs> I, I just try and wear my beard. And that, it, yeah. It's a great HEPA filtration system. It's done great there. for me so far. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's kept me upright and breathing. Um, so, <laughs> what point was baseball kind of taking over for you, for your career in high school, or was it always 
No, I, I wouldn't say it always was. So what was different for me is, um, which was good, really good for my drive, was I have a brother who's one year older, exactly a year and 20 days. And he was an All-American as a junior in high school. He was an All-American as a senior in high school, which I wasn't even remotely close. Uh, we didn't have the grades, so he went to a junior college. He was All-American junior college. Um, finished his two years of junior college and then got a full ride, full ride baseball, which is rare, mm-hmm. uh, to Santa Clara University. Led the nation his hits his sophomore year. I mean, this dude was just the jam. So why, why didn't he get dra- Why did he stick it out over going in the draft? So he did. So I went to a junior college and then just, I mean, you tell the story of just, you know, you can do whatever you do, but it's just when the scouts are there, right? So, like, just this one game out of the blue, I had, like, the best game. I had big old home. And all the scouts were there. Yeah, and all the scouts were there. <laughs> and then all the scouts were, like, talking to me, and I was all. <laughs> yeah. You blew yeah, yeah, okay, buddy. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. And you got yeah. drafted from that one game. Yeah. So I ended up, yeah. And then they asked me to go to, um, it was funny. So I got a call on my house line. So this is 01. Um, and they're like, hey, is Johnny there? Boom, yeah, me. And they're like, hey, this is Tampa Bay uh, Devil Rays, blah, blah, blah. We want you to come to a workout. And I was like, oh, yeah, sweet. But I think you have the wrong gums. So let me, let me grab my brother. <laughs> <laughs> hey, yeah, I know who you're calling. Yeah. So if this is a pro team, yeah, you're looking for my bro. If this is like a D3 school, yeah, I'm your guy. I'm your guy. Yeah. So Were the, you in high school at this No, point? I was in junior college, second year of junior college. Um, and they're like, no, we know your brother. That's all, he's not draft eligible this year. We're on him, blah, blah, blah. Why wasn't your brother draft eligible? That's the weird. It's like a sophomore and freshman. you got to be like a certain age. Oh, it's um, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, they got all kinds of NCAA yes. trying to make some money on you. Yeah, so he led the nation in hits, um, I think his sophomore year, and wasn't draft eligible. But um, I was like, oh, yeah, okay, so this is super weird. You want me to go to a professional baseball workout, showcase, tryout, when I don't even have a college scholarship? So like, this is like April Fool's, or where are we hung up here? Joe. Yeah. So, um I end up going to the workout. I go to the workout. All these dudes are weighed out, and I'm looking at them like, this dude goes to college. Oh, my gosh, that's USC. That's UFC. That's this. And I'm like, it's weird. This guy saw me want, hit one far homer. He's just brought, yeah. he cranked one out. Yeah, brought me here. So he's like, they got everyone around. Bob. All right, we're going to do the 60. We're going to do defense. We're going to do batting practice. Um, and my mom drove me there, which was just, like, a huge deal for her to do that. And she was like, just speed this crap up. Just do what you got to do. We got, well, I mean, I'll give you two hours, and we got to get out of here. So the guy was like, all right, we got to run the 60 first. And this dude comes up. He was actually, he was like the uh, tailback for St. Mary's uh, football team. Here? St. Mary's in Northern California. Okay. Squatty black dude, jacked. Um, and... They're like, all right, who wants to go against him? And I was like, I will. Just because. Why yeah, not? Because my mom said I got two hours. Otherwise, like. <laughs> get out of here. Yeah. I get you it. serious? Yeah. I was like, yeah. You got to speed this up. Yeah. I got to run. Right I got to do defense. I got to hit. Mom's waiting. She's got, I don't know what the hell she got going on, but this is not important. <laughs> 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 and I go, yeah, I'll run. 
And they look at me, and they, everyone looks around. They're like, you're nuts wanting to race this dude. I go, yeah, win, lose, draw. I give a rats. I just got, I don't even want to be here. I get invited here type of deal. Boom, go. I beat the dude. What? Yeah. Unreal. Like, you're like, well, I got to go. What's yeah. next? <laughs> yeah. Let's get, get this going. Beat the dude. I was just so unbelievably did they, pumped. Did you want to retry? Like, hey, double or nothing. Get back. Double or nothing. We hit the 60-yard dash at about 70 yards. He looks at me and wants to fight. And I'm like, I didn't know I could beat you. Why, whoa, bro. You bring a He's like all yelling at me and all this stuff. You drink good Mountain Dew before? Or something? something. I was just on it. I was just trying to get out for moms. Um, <laughs> it's like, we're going again. We're going again. And I go, I am not ever racing you again. I'm taking the belt. That was awesome. <laughs> no rematch. Yeah, no rematch. And he Retired. Like, yeah, he was like, oh, you don't want to race guys. Hell no, bro. Why Mm-mm. would I? And then we go in the outfield. I threw pretty good. Uh, and then we hit. And I was hitting batting practice. And after my third round, I remember stepping out being like, man, I'm done tricking these guys. I was hitting balls I've never hit like before, like way out, way out. And I'm like, <laughs> they're going to think I'm good. <laughs> Something is going on. I, I tell you, they don't know. Who yeah, is. this is the fastest I've ever ran. This is all stuff, and I'm like, damn, they're probably gonna draft me, and that's gonna be a terrible mistake. <laughs> I've never hit batting practice like this in I've my never whole heard a guy life. Be like, dude, you don't yeah. want to draft me. Right. Hey, guys, I'm not telling him that. Pump but the brakes, boys. Yeah. yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, I always hit five out of five balls out <laughs> yeah, of the park in my round. Yeah, no, pretty normal. You know, this yeah. is a yeah. Uh, yeah. First Usually time he was a wooden bat every yeah. time. So, uh, yeah, there's a bunch of dudes in Northern California up there. I don't know. And then do the meeting afterwards. And they're like, all right, everyone can go. Good. We got your numbers, all this stuff. Go. So Servant stands up and all stuff. And the guys come over into me. And they're like, hey, hey, go. And I'm like, what, dude? Like, dude, to the, like, cross checker. You know, like, first of all, I'm not dude. You know, I'm like, oh, okay, yeah. But, yeah, my uh, bad. That's yeah, what I meant. Yeah, but my mom, you know, she's, <laughs> I got like 10 minutes till she's got to, she, she leaves me here, you know. Can I get a ride? Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, uh, so uh, sophomore and junior college, blah, blah, blah. So they're like, um, so where, where are you going? Like, where are you looking to go to college? Like, after this. And I go, uh, col- yeah, no, I'm probably not going to college. And they're like, what? I go, yeah, no. I'm actually like three quarters of the way done uh, signing up for the Marines. I got a couple things I got to work out. And then, uh, yeah, I'll be out of here going to the Marines. Yeah, see you later, boys. Yeah. You just got done trying out for the yeah. race. Yeah, just got done trying out for the pro team. And I just, really, literally, you know, you're putting some high-pressure tactics on those boys right yeah. there. And I just basically told them, like, and – Hindsight now, just their negotiating just went way down because they don't have to give any money or whatever. Yeah. They don't got to buy me out of any college scholarship. So I was like, oh, yeah, no, yeah, no, yeah, no college scholarships. But, uh, yeah, I'm negotiating to go to the Marines. Pretty close. Probably should be leaving here in, uh, I don't know, a month and a half. And they're like, they couldn't even handle it. I'm like, that's all I got for you, bro. I don't have a college scholarship <laughs> anywhere. That's all I can tell you. Um and then, uh, yeah, it turns out I got drafted in the 18th round. Found out like two days later, which is crazy now where there's like – You got drafted? Of, you found out two days later? Two days later. You didn't even watch the draft? 
Well, there's not a watch back then. It was on the internet. Yeah. Yeah. If you just log in, like, I don't even know what the website was or whatever. None of your friends, it. like, dude, Johnny got drafted. Mm-mm. No one ever, no one's ever been drafted out of my hometown. No one ever went to the big leagues. Like, no one ever did any of that. They should have thrown a parade for you. Nah. Like, you should have a statue. I got my own day back home. Yeah, they checked in. Really? Yeah. What's the day? What day is it? February 11th. It's a good day. Yeah. Right before Valentine's Day. What do they call it? Johnny Gomes Day, brah. Because you got drafted. You got yeah, because I just, yeah. Because he's Johnny Gomes. Johnny Gomes Day. Yeah. Yeah. yeah that's good day. It. Yeah, we did it. February 11th. So, yeah, that was the early days, man. That was the early days. Did your brother get drafted? He did the following year in the eighth round out of Santa Clara. Same team, Tampa. And how long yeah. were you in the – you went – how long were you in the minors before – I was in the – I got – it, it happened quick, man. It was – um, I got drafted in 01 and made my debut in September 03. Two years. Yeah. You worked up fast. Yeah. And then went to the Fall League in 03? Yep. Right? Fall League in 03. Made the team. Uh, 04, I was up for like a month and a half. So was it 04, the, the run, the 04, 05? For the big, the World Series, the no, that was ours, and uh, it took a while for everyone. So with the Tampa, it was oh eight. Oh, you were the oh eight. Yeah, okay. yeah. I was thinking of the and that was all their Sox. homegrown boys that that came up through there. Yeah, they, they had some, they had some so players, had, man. Yeah, you had some. You had a. We had all the young guys. So I mean, I mean, it was kind of like Houston now, right? Yeah. So we had all the we had ten straight years of first overall picks. Yeah. Rocco Baldelli, Carl Crawford, uh, B.J. Upton, Delman Young, uh, Evan Longoria, you know, throw in a James Shields, a Scott Casimir. Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. Gar- Garza was in there? Yeah, Garza was in there. So Garza was a trade from the Twins with Bartlett. Right. Um, yeah, Deonor Navarro. So... The GM that did all that was 27, 28, 29 years old, who's the Andrew Friedman GM, who's now the GM of the Dodgers, who basically did it again mm-hmm. over the there. Yeah, yeah. He's, he's done all of it again. He's got homegrown talent with sprinkled in free agents. Yeah. Well, different paycheck, you know, checkbook <laughs> over there. Yeah, he got, he got so ba- you got, you, with the Rays, how long were you with the Rays? I got drafted in 01, uh, and my last season there was 08. And then you went to the – I went to Cincinnati for three years. I was in Washington for a smidge. Um, and then I went to Oakland, and then I went to Boston, and then got traded back to Oakland. And then I went to uh, uh, Atlanta, traded to Kansas City, and then finished up my last season in Japan for a half year. Hmm. Sounds a little familiar, huh? Yeah. Did you go to Japan with him? <laughs> no. Not as teammates. No. Oh. Yeah. How? So how many? You were there what year? Which one? Japan. Sixteen. So I was done. Yep. When did uh? What did you? How many years in the bigs did you? Thirteen. Thirteen years in the bigs. Yeah. Thirteen in the show, and I didn't even realize that. I was like, my mom passed away a few years back when we were cleaning out the deal. And I was getting, she she always wanted my memorabilia, which is great. She always wanted me to, like, sign stuff for her. I'm like, you're my mom. I can't sign stuff for you, whatever. 
but I was going through all our stuff and all these pink bats. You know, you get one pink bat for Mother's Day. There was like 15 pink bats. And I was like, damn, I played a long-ass time. I was like grabbing all these bats this year, that year, this year, that year, this year. And it really never hit me until like the end when I was clearing out mom's joint and I was grabbing all these pink bats. I was like, wow, that went by quick. What about your brother? How did he do? Joe Gomes um, is still way better than I am. Um, But so, like I said, with Tampa, we had like the first overall pick for like so many years. In my year, 01, so there's Rocco Baldelli, Carl Crawford, Josh Hamilton, BJ Upton, Delman Young. So the outfield was just like flooded. So he kind of got lost in the shuffle a little bit. But he played 10 years of minor league ball. Made it a click before AAA and you know, 300 career average in 10 years. Which did is really did good. he make it the bigs? Didn't. No. So how? Why is he better than you? He's a way better hitter. But I mean, to make it to the big leagues is way. I mean, talent is almost like fifth on the list. Really, it's like luck, right? Injuries, health, opportunity. Luck, being in the right team. Right spot. Right team, right position, right spot. Right time. Hot at the right time. Then you yeah. call somebody up. Coach likes Put, you. Yeah, position. You got a sponsor. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, somebody's got your back. liking you is probably number one. Because it seems yeah. like if a coach really likes you for whatever reason, totally. you get in. Totally. And he gives you a little bit of a leash. Well, they – so a lot goes in, like being on this side that we're on now, like you see how much goes into making those decisions, right? And it like, you know, guys battle for guys. Mm. And, and you see it like a guy's about, yeah, like a coach, a, a guy's about to get released and you'll see guys battle for him or or not, you know what I mean? Or or if a guy's about to get called up, like this is the dude. And if, if like you got somebody that's like kind of trust you and, and thinks you got it, then – you know, depends on where they're at in that the uh, the pecking order there, but um, yeah, that's I mean that's the good teammate thing and the the good guy thing like goes a long way. Yeah, that's right. Like, well, like a good clubhouse guy, right? Yeah, just a good could help, good dude. Like, yeah, if you could help the guys that are young, like handle the lifestyle, right? Because yeah, that seems and like just not be an ass, sideways. like. Like be, an arrogant ass. Well, yeah, like this, if there's a a choice, they're gonna pick the other guy. But it's funny though, you 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 you'll bump into a situation where the manager was the arrogant ass that no one really gave him a crack, but he like turned it around and he did whatever and now he likes the arrogant ass. And the really good kid, like he's gonna pick the arrogant ass because it reminds him of him. Mm-hmm. So all of a sudden you're doing the right thing and you're going about your ways and you're doing everything, and the manager picks the arrogant ass because it reminds him of him when he was playing all stuff. So you do all the right thing, you still get screwed. So I mean that's what I'm saying. So talent is like fifth on the list when you're trying. So to some crack of the it. best players don't even get in. Uh no, the, the, they'll get in. I'd, I'd say as far as sticking. Yeah. 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 They'll get in somewhere. Yeah, they'll get in. But it might not be where they're at, but it, they'll, yeah. the best players are going to make it. The best players are going to make it, but uh, not all the best players stick. Yeah. 
True. Then, I, yeah. I thought it was really weird that, like, Tomas never came up with the hitting woes. <laughs> he brings this guy up all the time. He, He's got a thing hit, for him. They couldn't hit worth the shit, and they have a guy that could hit down, and then they never bring him up. I just didn't get Tomas. Uh, yeah, it's money. Yeah. I mean, they spent a ton of money on this guy. Yeah, well, there's two L's in this game, believe it or not. There's leather and lumber. <laughs> <laughs> and, and when the ball's bouncing off your head, yeah, that's it, a problem. And in that the, was his problem, right? In the National League, you're going to have to bring the leather, did, too. Did they not, like, go out and watch him catch the ball before? Mm, yeah, they did. I, yeah, I, I'm they, not sure. They, like we talked about, they were trying to make him another position and trying to, like, it just didn't oh, work, you know? Yeah. It wasn't. It, it wasn't going to play first because of who was behind him pinch hitting. or in front of him. Pitch, that's a really expensive pitch hitter. Yeah, $70 million to pinch hits, yeah. not really. Well, they were already paying him it, though, right? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, you just – Not got, anymore. Yeah, no, he's with Washington now. No. He got he got a team, huh? Yeah. He's in the bigs? I don't think he's in the bigs. I don't big think leagues. he made the team. Yeah. Um, I don't. Well, anyways. Well, they had to cancel today, though. Yep. Some COVID. 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 The feet, dude. It's infecting the feet. It could it be. It was. I think. Uh, you left it there? It no, this is kind of like uh, interesting. Here we have opening day, mm-hmm. and we have Johnny Combs. Yeah, I'm in the house. We have two, peop- two, two guys that have been in World Series games. Mm-hmm. No. Have I d- rings. I just hung out. I told you that. I have a ring. I just hung out. I didn't, I didn't contribute whatsoever. Sorry. This okay. guy's got this guy? some Yankees memorabilia that is life changing. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. This guy I got some He's cool got stuff. He's got this nice blanket. Well, that thing right there is out of the weight room. Yep. The sign the over sign. here above the treadmill also out of the weight room. I did. Did he bring an empty like twenty four foot cargo trailer to every team? Like <laughs> me, I needed one. <laughs> and you're like, hey, what's I needed? I needed about a dozen trailers. I got a no, side like, gig. I mean, the old stadium was closing down. They were throwing it away. I was yeah. like, yeah, I'll Truck take it. it in. Sure. It in. Hey, you You're your throwing that away? Yeah. Need Want it? it. Started loading. Sure, why not? School. I was there in September right before they were closing down. I was at home plate with the freaking shovel and a Ziploc bag taking dirt. Really? Oh, yeah. That's inside. Mm-hmm. No, that's, that's, that's bananas, bro. Yeah. Anything from that field. Yeah, they should have they just, like, redone it. If yeah. I guess not. They got a better place. I'm telling you, the vibe in that place was crazy. But Boston, like, was yeah. I felt the same. Like yeah. it was, it's pretty cool. So with the old Yankee Stadium, I guess you, it was just loud and like whatever. But then when you go to the new one, you're like, whoa. Yeah. The old one was sick. Yeah. The new one was like Star Trek, like all the lights and yeah. like all the stuff, but. It's hard to explain, like, the feeling you walk in, right? Like, not like... like the hallways, yeah, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I'm talking, like, little-ass doorways you can barely fit through. Yeah. But, like, knowing that... Babe Ruth and... They walk through it. Same batter's box. Yeah, same you know, home it's plate. like you get that feeling when, like, you go to the Coliseum in, like, you know, like, in Italy, right? And you're walking Haven't through been. this place. Don't know. Yeah, and you know that like these ancient, you know, Roman gladiators. Or when you like were this, fighting lions there the last time, you I would have fought. Yeah, if they would have let me. But Sistine Chapel, like those places where you know you're walking in the footsteps of mm-hmm. yeah. like history, right? Right. And the baseball history, I always thought it'd be like for me. I love baseball. I I've never been to a, a Yankee game in the Yankee Stadium. Uh huh. 
Boston game, Boston fix Stadium, yeah. Cub game, right? I want yeah. to go all three of those. Those three teams. Those three are an experience. Like yeah. my dad and brother came to Chicago when I was with the Cubs, and I was like, don't come to the game. Like, mm. don't come to BP. Go hang out at yeah. the bars. Like, go do your thing. Yeah. Come and watch the game if you want. Leave before it's over and go back to the bars and meet me at the house when we're done. Yeah. Like, later tonight. Like, just go have fun. Yeah. And do the, they said it was just like – because they just had Great fun. experience, yeah. yeah. They did the same thing at Yankee Stadium. Or, like, what about, like, a game in Lambeau Field? Mm. I, I would go to a game in Lambeau Field in, like... December. December. Yeah. Like, when yeah, it, and sure. like Bill's Mafia. All the above. Like, it's just, like, these teams, There's the culture there is so crazy. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's a big bucket list deal. I've known, like, I'm not too many, probably like three or four dudes, when they got done playing, they played for a while, retired gotten an RV, and then just hit, like, 15 parks during the summer. Really? Yeah. That's cool. Yeah. Took their family, RV'd it, boom, boom, Board boom. Boarding game. Boarding yeah. the game. Yeah. Boarding the game. And game. they're like, yeah. You find, like, a wakeboard park, and then you hit it. <laughs> See? All that. And then you just take down an elk on the way, and then you fill the freezer Shoot up with meat. Yeah. Shoot a we'll we, shoot, we'll squirrel. Get like the, Those yeah, are things whatever. we could definitely do. Shoot yeah. pigeons. Cuz. Pigeons. Because they're a menace. They're rats of the sky. Yeah. We're yeah. not going to eat them. What about seagulls? Abs- if we're allowed to shoot them, we'll kill them. Okay. Take <laughs> them down. Yeah. There's a lot of seagulls. You can you can shoot seagulls with a friggin' they're also, slingshot in California. I would call them the, uh, the like, orchard rats of the sea. Orchard rats. Orch- Roof rats. <laughs> orchard rats of the sky. Yes. Because they're, like, bigger than the pigeons. I get it. Tired of going different places to get all you want? Looking for a program that offers everything? Are you interested in training, nutrition, baseball, softball, after-school youth programs, hunting, or charity work? One Performance is an all-inclusive program that offers training, advising, instruction, and opportunity for everyone, from the beginner to the professional. With a staff compiled of some of the best in their fields, impressive backgrounds, and an unmatched passion for teaching and giving back, One Performance is the first of its kind in Arizona. With the connections and background we have in the baseball community on a local and national level, from T-ball to the major leagues, One Performance offers teams known as Arizona National BPA, opportunity for instruction, gameplay, and development in every aspect of the game, both physically and mentally. The staff at One Performance Training are some of the finest in their respective fields. They strive to educate, motivate, and assist every athlete in maximizing their abilities. Whether you're looking for an opportunity for a young athlete or a seasoned professional to surround themselves with like-minded coaches, mentors, and athletes, One Performance is the family you're looking for. Check us out on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Ready for an escape? Ready for an adventure? Do you want to camp, hunt, hit the dunes, or just relax on the beach? Ruly White RV is the number one toy hauler dealer in Arizona for the past five years running. With a no-pressure culture and no dealer fees, they guarantee you a great price and a great experience as you purchase your very own toy hauler or travel trailer. Ruly White is family-owned and operated and has now expanded to five locations, including Mesa, West Phoenix, North Phoenix, Flagstaff, and Idaho Falls, Idaho. Whether you're looking for a toy hauler or travel trailer, 
fifth wheel or bumper pole, Rolly White can get you what you're looking for. They carry all the big names, including Genesis Supreme, Vortex, Attitude, Wolfpack, Raptor, Forest River, and the newly released Wanderer by Genesis. We all want to beat the heat or just escape the craziness and get outdoors. Let Rolly White help you get there by visiting any of our locations or checking us out on Facebook, Instagram, and online at rollywhite.com. So let me ask you, like today Mm -hmm. or February, March, whatever, do you still um, know what's that time of year? Mm -hmm. Different? It is different for me. It is. So... um, so I signed up for the game, and I think everybody has different goals in the game when you sign up, right? Mm-hmm. You want to make $100 million? Cool. You want to win a Cy Young? Cool. You want to win MVP? Cool. You want to play 10 years in big leagues? Cool. You want to play in the big leagues for a day? Cool. So all I wanted to do, I, like I really wanted to win a World Series. Because when I was nine years old, 1989, was the Giants and the A's, the Earthquake Series. Two of the best teams in the world right in my backyard. Whoever wins is going to be my favorite team forever. Boom. And then it was just such this huge deal in the area back home about who's going to win, who's going to win, who's going to win. So at eight years old, nine years old, World Series was just, like, just rifled down my throat to do all this stuff. So, boom, got the opportunity to play. um, Played, went to the World Series in 08, lost, uh, and I was – after that, I was like... How was, like, just being there, the experience? How was it? In 08? I mean, it's one thing to be in the Major League Baseball. Mm-hmm. To be... And then to compete... I, I hear Ron Wolfley say this. I love it. It's like, to compete at the highest level that our species has to offer. Right. For all the marbles. How does that feel to be part of, the like, the world's greatest... I mean, we're talking about... A group of hundred people there, yeah, competing for you know the greatest. It is, I mean, but at the same time, it's like what you put on it, right? Pressure is what you put on it. Yeah. Like, how's the pressure? That's it's as much pressure as you put on it. So, how do you approach? Like, it? how big is the game? You know, it's a big. So in '08, like it happened so quick. Like we had a forty-two million dollar payroll, and I remember walking out with Carlos Pena. And we walked out in Tampa Bay, and, like, we both stopped. And I was like, whoa, World Series was painted on the grass. We were like. Oh, we're here. Whoa. Like, Is that when it hit you, like, we made it? That Yeah, it hit me like, whoa, we got to start taking this serious. You know, like. The game one? <laughs> yeah. This isn't one. June 1st anymore. Yeah, yeah. Like, man. Dude, uh, what how we, old were you? Yeah. Uh, I was 27. Um. And it was probably the best thing that ever happened to me in my career was losing, you know, that. And that was your second? How? No, was I was in for year? about five years. Five years? Yeah. So losing there. Um, and then I realized, like, man, this, I got my work cut out. Like, first of all, I can't do it by yourself. Not that I was good enough to do it by myself. But, um, yeah, we got, yeah, it's going to be tough to win a World Series. We got a long way. way. Go to uh, the Red Sox in 13. And then I was like, oh, yeah, this is the team. I knew it right away. Frickin' knew it right away. Dust Madroid, D. Ortiz, John Lesser, John Lackey, blah, blah, blah. These guys are sick. We're going to do it. Um, and then whatever, yeah. We had a great year. We win it, 
and then it was crazy. So 2014, like my passion for playing was like, because like I, Cause I hit, you conquered it. I You're hit done. my goal. Yeah, it's, like I'm good. You didn't go into baseball for a contract. You didn't go in. Yeah. You went in for the ring. Yeah. You yeah. got your ring? Got my ring. 2014, my season freaking sucked. Sucked. No oh. off-season workouts. No nothing. I was like, I got it. In the World Series parade. Yeah, World Series parade. That was my whole shig. You're throwing the trophy around boat to boat. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty close. So how was it holding the trophy? It was cool. It was cool. That's um, That's cool. I'd say the ring was better. Getting the ring was cooler. Yeah. What size? Is 13 and a half. 13 and a half? Yeah. What size is yours? I think it's a 13, I think. Or four, something. Like What's the remember. biggest size you've seen made? I, I haven't seen many made. I, I would be a yeah. size 15 and a half. For sure. Fat, I got, what if people don't know on the show, I've got sausage fingers. Sausage <laughs> fingers. I love Some that. football guy got it that would fit. Two fingers. Oh, my God. So, like, just to get more ring. Oh, did he? I can't remember who it was. But, like, he played in the NFL? Yeah, yeah. So, like, the Super Bowl ring, like, yeah, I needed on both of them. Pro move. Plus, he's probably a D-tackle. He was a big dude anyway, but, like, yeah, I mean, like, a size 25, 30, whatever. I don't remember who it was. I I just heard that story. Yeah. That sounds like something. He's like, hey, I wanted a big ring. Why not? There's two chains. Do you ever wear um, I do wear them, uh, not. How many do you have? I have two. I want to, bumped into another one in 15 with the Royals. Um, oh, you were on that team. Mm-hmm. I thought you got one with the Sox. I did. Yeah, the first one. 2013. Oh, 13 with the Sox. You were in it with the Rays in eight. Lost. Lost. Lost, lost it. Won it with. 15. Was Ortiz still part of the team in 13? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Big Poppy, he got his uh, eye drops fixed, and he's good to go now. Oh, yeah, he <laughs> Remember that? It. The eye drops? Yeah. He, From Japan? The eye drops. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, he Japanese eye drops. Guy. They're oh, Japanese yeah. eye drops. Yeah, he yeah. Met, the black I, tips. I think Rod, A-Rod gave him the eye drop, eye drop guy. It's all good. They're like Red Bull for your eyes. Yeah. Also, Pupils you can see go. the ball. Shit. What the hell? It's hitting they, that easy. They burn like crazy when you put them in, though. Yeah. Oh, you, so and they you know didn't help these? me at all. Yeah. You got the same ones. Yeah, you can yeah. buy them at Walgreens. Yeah. What is it? Artificial tears? Oh, some Japanese eye drop. They get Protro. Yeah, what's it called? I, yeah, there's three different. Two. There is a blue top and a black top, and, and a maybe green. in the green. green. Yeah. And if you had the black tops, that was serious. So, did you believe that? Is that really? I, mean, I, tr- I tried them. Where was a big poppy? Was it? Let me, tell you, let me tell you something. In Major League Baseball, if you have a number seven from Taco Bell. Yeah. And you believe it helps you to hit, you, you, it'll help you to hit. You're going to have a number seven every game. Every game. So, like, there's, you know, the right fielder's eating a gordita crunch with a bean and cheese plain mm-hmm. at this time. Because I believe, yeah. I'm like, I was super superstitious too. Like, yeah. you had to, you could never step on the line, had to jump across it. Yeah. You had to, like, enter the batter's box the same way every time, right? That's called a routine. If you believe something works, it works. The old, the baseball. old, the old captain. Mm-hmm. The old captain. You know the guy. Yeah, number two. Yeah, um, peanut butter and jelly sandwich every game. Jeter. He would make it, and he might, and no crust, and like maybe take a bite, but he had it. it and this is, the, and this is when, 
He did. Him. And this is the kitchen that had, like, a chef that would make whatever you want. Whatever you want. I'm I'm talking steaks, fish. Five You name it. Like, the food was there. PB&J. PB&J prior to the game. Crunchy. Do you like it smooth or crunchy? I don't. I didn't get that into it. Strawberry, like grape, I wasn't going to eat a peanut butter and jelly sandwich anymore. That was eight ball. Yeah. I was in the big leagues. I was going to eat a sandwich. Well, I didn't play a lot, so I could eat whatever I wanted. (laughs) Actually, in the no, you know what we ate a lot there? We had this chef that would make these. It was like a grilled chicken sandwich, but then it was like a triple-decker, so then it was like a club, too. So you had like the ham, turkey, mm. bacon on the top yeah. part and a grilled chicken breast on the bottom. Yikes. My oh. mouth just started watering, mm. like, during this. Throwback. Can we, so, yeah, that was, that was go my to go-to. Yankee Stadium, maybe he, we, you guys can get us to the show. There's a 0% chance I can get <laughs> you in there. <laughs> Well, Zero. I'm hoping not gonna lie. you're going to pull. Some I can't strings. even get you a ticket. You're going to have to text number two. Two's down in Miami. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I guess he's not. Two's behind tickets. the fish tank. I forgot he ain't getting tickets anymore. Oh, I'm sure he's getting tickets. He's got a statue. He's going to have a statue out on you at Park. So he's going to do whatever he wants. Number two, all that he's crapped up to be. 100%. Like, because there's some, like, talk about is he, like, really. Was he like the you know the greatest? I think I think anybody can look at him and say he probably wasn't the uh, most talented player to ever play the game of baseball. But I don't know if there was a better um, winner. Like yeah. I mean, like that. There's like he could will him. himself to to win anything and make a hit like when most of the guys all on the team. And if there was a big situation, like you wanted him, hit it him. wasn't big for him. Yeah. He played shortstop, and you look to his right, and there is A-Rod. Yeah. A-Rod's worst year was Derek's best year. And I guarantee everyone would take Jeter. Yeah. In the, and in then the you moment. had Cano on the other side, who talent-wise was the most talented uh, all player three. on the field. Really? Talent-wise. Because you could see all this stuff in practice and, like, the stuff that – His hands uh, are stupid good, like, defensively and at the plate. But – Jeter get and done. arm strength. Jeter get done. Every single person you ask would take him. Mm. That played all, like every player. Yeah. That or or person that knows like Jeter. There's a big difference between okay, you have the talent. Can you execute it when all the pressure is aligned? Right. Well, pressure is what you put on it. There was zero for him. It was like fun. I see. Like I was thinking about this one. I'm going really fast in, like, a sand car or if I'm flying a plane or whatever it is. And I, I really like that moment because I like the decision-making that takes place during those times. Like, you know, if you're – like, if you have to, you know, turn a certain way or break or how to break or not break, all the – you know, how you perform in, like – you know, that pressure. Mm-hmm. I I like it. I like now. I'm not saying I would be good in a World Series game. Right. But I, I do like that. I could see why. No, this guy, Derek Jeter, was really something special. Um, I think he knows it. Like, I don't know, because he probably, he was limping into second towards later in his career. But he was like the only dude I didn't take out at second base. 
Just because you respect Strictly her. out of respect. I mean, I'd break dudes' legs. If, well, you're if, supposed to. Well, well, yeah, I mean, not break them, but you, you go in hard. Did and you I, file I, your cleats? I limped into second so many times on this dude, and he'd just pat my back on the way out. And I'd always say, you're the only one. You're the only one. Like, all the time. You, just, you, you had respect for him. I mean, it, yeah. I mean, there was some big moments or whatever we could. But he I probably could. returned it in ways, I guess. Uh, I mean, I played the outfielder. He signed a bat in a jersey and gloves. If that was he his return. He signed a bat, yeah. jersey son. Yeah, but, I mean, a win and loss deal wouldn't, I mean. But, I mean, gosh. I mean, from a competitor of the game to watching this guy play every single day, how he goes about his business, professional, never in trouble, off the field, takes right. time for the never little got, dude. Never got PDs. No. No, no, never did all this stuff. He was just, I mean, he wore two. He wore his hat right. He wore his jersey right. He freaking didn't yell at the umpires. He didn't spike his bat. He didn't get thrown out. Like, freaking Bubba. This dude was like, you think, like, how do you do that, man, for so long? And he was so good. I'd slide in the second, and I'd yell at him on the way back, hey, you're the only one. <laughs> he'd smile. Yeah, he'd mm-hmm. smile. He'd be like, duh. And then he would go, uh, yeah. hey, optional BP tomorrow. Whoever wants to hit, Yankees never had optional BP on the field. Really? Yeah. I mean, Not it was Jeter's said to be optional, but everyone was there. He was hitting, so guess who else was? Everybody. Mm-hmm. Pretty, yeah. pretty much everybody. Yeah. What, did he set the example of leadership, like, hundred percent by example? Not what 100%. I say. Yeah. He didn't have to say much, ever. So he just led by example. Yeah. He would come and talk to guys, like help out. Yeah, just sit and talk to you. Like, it wasn't, like, calling you out. It wasn't, like, it was It's pretty special. Like, I mean, all the things that he did in, in New York and on the biggest stage and, like. Yeah, I guess pro, man. Who yeah. was um, your favorite special teammate you played with on your team? Um, I mean, this is probably a good Cody question. would tell you. I mean, when you bounce around, you play with so many dudes, and – when you bounce around, you actually don't have the opportunity to have, like, a bond with guys. Yeah. Like, oh, I played with this guy for 10 years. Yeah. Like, I was on eight teams in 10 years. Right. You know, so it's like, but, um, so it's cool. I got a bunch of dudes on each team that I played with. Um, but when I ran into Mike Napoli in Boston, um, we we kind of kicked it off. We had a, a lot in common. A lot in common off the field, a lot in common on the field, uh, a lot in common with our, like, our, uh, how we were raised, our, our, you know, our childhood and all this stuff. So he's a good dude. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm blessed enough to have friends pretty much wherever we went. Josh Donaldson's awesome. He's holding it down in Minnesota right now. Bumped into him in Oakland. Jay Bruce, Joey Votto, Evan Longoria, you know, yeah. on and on. That's yeah. cool, man. Yeah. Is uh, Donaldson all right? Uh, I don't know. I'm I'm scared to text him. out today. Yeah. First, uh, I think pitch double. two, double. Went around second. Back in the Can't day, I would have texted him like, hey, bro, you got to stretch, man. Yeah, you might hit a double your first at bat. Yeah. <laughs> you ready for it. So, uh, Donaldson's a pitcher? No, no, he's third base. Third baseman. Third base. He won the MVP 2015 with Toronto. Have you heard of him? Came up with uh, Oakland. Yeah. Good dude. That guy. Good dude. That guy. Yeah. That's cool. The rain maker. Oh, did you hear that home run? uh, 
what's his name hit today? Bellinger hit a home run and then didn't wasn't a home oh, run. Oh, fake homer. Really? Yeah. I didn't see it. It bounced off the guy's head. Uh and so he Turner turned back and Bellinger passed him. Oh uh, yeah. And then so they called him out. Mm. So Turner owes him a homer. I think they actually called Turner out, which was weird. No, they called Cody out for passing the run. Oh, yeah, they called Cody out, but they gave him a single. They single home run, let him come home. And they gave him an RBI, but no homer. Yeah. Hmm. That's so jacked. weird. Colorado. They they got confused up there. I think they were, you know, they're, they're recreational use up there. Oh, so. <laughs> buddy. Where did they hit the homer there? Right off the rail and left center. Yeah. Oh, let's so just, yeah. Turner came back like he was going to tag, and then yeah, and then Cody took off, and yeah, the recreational deal probably. Yeah. I think everyone was a little bit, and they just like oh, just give him a run and call him. Let's just call do good. this. I remember I went. I was in the National League, so I was in the American League for a long time. I was in the National League for three years with the Reds, going to Colorado. Blah blah blah. Left uh, the National League in eleven. And then went back in 15 with the Braves. We go into Colorado, go in the clubhouse. Magazines, you know, in the clubhouse. like mag- Every single magazine was the cannabis, like, store in town. And I was like, what? Oh, my God. You guys are sponsoring it. This is different. Whoa. It used to be, well. like, DuPont Registry. Yeah, right. Like yeah, right? Sports Illustrated. how much money we can get these guys to spend in the clubhouse. Yeah. yeah. Now it's like, I go, oh, There's my. There's some God. edibles. Yeah, they legalized it here, huh? Yeah. Wow. probably want to get you a little cranking before the game. You know, it was you weird. Chilled out a little bit. It Reaction was, time slow down. It was weird. Colorado. Mile high. <laughs> mile high for <laughs> mile all to the, the way. Hi- mile to the highest. All the highest. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> what did you ever charge the mound? Mm-mm. No, never charge. Charge some guys at second base though. Yeah. You charge some guys at second. I charge one guy at second. Yeah. How'd that go? So I've been in quite a That's few my fights. Teammate. Yeah. Which guy? <laughs> Shelly. Duncan. Duncan. Joey Duncan, friend. I'm friend. I, I fought probably five dudes in the game, and I'm still friends with them all. They they and, just and knew not, they not friends. Not friends between the lines. Bro. Yeah, and friends with them before. Well, it was their fault. Your fault. No, it's just a situation. Yeah, right. It was just a situation. They targeted you. No, no. you got to protect your teammate. Yeah, oh. it's all about teammates. They yeah. threw at your. They threw at your guy. Yeah. Yeah, I've I've never the, the one Shelly one was uh he went on uh what's what's Akinori. Akinori. yeah uh, so how it happened before though was um this young pup of ours for Tampa this is 08 when we were trying to make that right, run right yeah I was there in in Tampa in spring training this young buck's trying to make the team and takes out. Uh, Savelli, when Savelli, Savelli was yeah, young, yeah, yeah. takes him out at home, blows him up. This yeah. is before the Buster Posey rule. Blows him up at home in a spring training game. Yeah. And it was kind of like, why are you doing that? That's a little aggressive for spring training. But he's trying to make the club and like blah, blah, blah. Trying to impress people. And it was like kind of no big deal. It's kind of like, oh, yeah, just some hard knocks ball. Well, it turns out Savelli breaks his wrist. So then now it's a dirty play. Now, but at the time, it was kind of like no big deal. Ball's getting thrown at yeah. somebody. So we're there, and um, it was fun. And this is when the Yankees were the Yankees. So this is like Giambi, 
this is uh, Bernie Williams, this is, you know, Posada, Pettit, Jeter. Who was the strongest one on that team? In 08? Yeah. No, Giambi. Yeah, Giambi. Giambi? He was juicing then. Past juice or middle of the juice? Uh, I don't know anything about it. I never saw him pee, pee, but, yeah, he had neck veins. (laughs) (laughs) He had forehead veins. Yeah. (laughs) Where you're like, dude, (laughs) if we we throw out their guy, I'm going to go for Giambi. You know, Kyle Kyle Farnsworth was the strongest guy. Kyle Farnsworth. Got an ear hole on before he... Before he can start getting after it. Kyle Farnsworth is just immediately the other side. I have a story about Kyle Farnsworth. He, he, I thought there he was going to throw at me. I hit a walk off against um, Detroit did when they were there. Flip your bat. Yeah, did the whole young kid stuff. <laughs> and then you know, kind of like a uh, a sports uh, like pool like brackets. So the older guys actually took my shirt off and they did a bracket on my side in sharpie. Of where I was going to get hit the next day. <laughs> so we had like squares, and people were sponsoring squares on my Hilarious. left side of where I was going to get hit the next day. Like this asshole's getting hit. Yeah. So first at bat, I was just like bobbing and weaving, nothing. Third at bat, nothing. Fourth at bat, nothing. Jimmy Leland, the manager, old school as heck. He's going to throw. He's going to the, the man. Farnsworth was the closer. This was not a close situation. I was on deck. Jimmy comes out to the mound and brings Farnworth in. Just uh, to hit you. Fact. And I was like, <laughs> this, this is how it works. This is, so if he hits you, let's go through the rules. Yeah. He throws at you. Yeah. So then you charge mound. No, you wear it and go <laughs> well, to not, first. Not him, you certainly don't. Yeah. Not with him. That guy would hit you yeah. and start towards the mound and want to. Yeah. Like he did. Who was mm-hmm. the guy? He hit some pitcher, right? It, uh, uh, with the Reds. Yeah. And then he started up. And then he him. just demolished yeah. him. He's like, do want to go? He like speared him. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, there's no chance I was going out there. You're Whatever. Like, you won. I'm taking my base, sir. So he goes fastball up and in, and then he goes slider away. I swing and miss. Slider away, swing and miss. And I run to the dugout, strike out. I'm out. Yeah, see you. You got me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Perfect, bro. Yeah. yeah. And then everyone's like, oh, you didn't even get a chance to hit you. I go, bah. Well, <laughs> you didn't get a chance. Yeah. Take three pitches I was and curb out of there, bro. Dude, yeah. We're, we're yeah. No one, the sponsor didn't happen. I'm disappointed. No. I've never charged him out, ever. I've been okay. in a couple of them, but yeah. I want to go over, like, the hierarchy of... Charging the mound, so yeah. Um, you know, let's just say everybody's at fault. It's gonna be full. This is gonna be a brawl. Here you go. I got. I got to show this real quick. This is Farnsworth. Farnsworth. Yep. Throwing up and in right. Yeah. Bunt. Didn't hit him. Yeah, didn't hit him. The guy wants to start talking smack to him. Oh my gosh, dude! He just goes ahead and gets him. He he talks smack. He's like, okay, yeah. The pitcher charged home. Yeah, yeah. the pitcher charged him. That's yeah. the guy I threw high and in, and then I'm going to, not only did I talk shit, now I'm going to come beat you. That's the guy you're working with. Yeah, he's chilling out. He's yeah. probably. There's no chance. I think he was on maybe some <laughs> test boost before, you know. Like, he, he was a, he a would, monster. When I was in Tampa, I remember, so back in the day, we used to have to share uh, a weight room. And what do you got here? Here, this is the. The view of him actually, the guy saying something. He's like, "Oh yeah." He's yep. like, oh. "Oh, 
Okay, here you go. Oh, dude. Oh, oh. <laughs> Double leg takedown. Right, he, he, he went spear oh, that guy's dude. feet off the ground. He's got him in Goldberg. Yeah, yes. can, yeah, you can tell. That's not the first time he's done that either. Yeah. That was uh, perfect form. Perfect form. Yeah. Like, he also plays a defensive end for the Steelers, apparently. When we used to share clubhouse, I remember this dude came into the clubhouse, like, I don't know, whatever. It was like 2 o'clock. I get my workout in, blah, blah, blah. And he's on this little elevated deal, and he's doing calf raises, reading a book. This is Farnsworth? Yeah. And I'm getting my workout in, and he's doing, just switching his calves, reading a book. And I go do my deal, do this, do that, go hit, boom, come back. I don't know why I end up back in the weight room. Dude's reading a book, doing calf raises an hour and a half later. He's got to get the calf raises in. Hasn't stopped. He's on cankles, dude. Yeah. That guy's on another uh, planet. He's, uh, he was at three years ago, charity golf event we did down in Mexico. Mm-hmm. Like, where's Kyle at? Don't tell me he's fat. Or No, he looks bigger than when he played. I bet, yeah. He was in the weight room for like two hours. Like, we're waiting to play golf. Yeah. Just, yeah, I had to squat today. You had to eats. what? You had to squat. Got eats we're retired. Weights. Leg day, boys. Yep. Leg day. Guy eats weights. Yeah, I'm on vacation, bud. You can't miss leg day. What There's a, a story someone told me about him. I don't know. All these. So they're out hunting on their quads. Okay. So they're doing this. They're doing this. They're setting up their deals and all that stuff. And he's got his guns and his bows and all that stuff. And they have it down. They get everything set up. So he gathers up, like, three of his bows and, like, two of his guns. And his buddy who amateur hunter guy, whatever, was, like, uh, watching him on his quad with, like, three bows and two guns driving the quad. And he rolls up right beside him, and he, like, waves him down. He's like, Kyle, Kyle, Kyle. Hey, man, can, can I help you out? Like, you want me to hold the bow or a gun? And he, he looks him dead in the eyes, and he goes, no, I'm good. Because if you drop one of these, I just don't know what I'd do to you out here. <laughs> and then just keeps going. It's, it sounds about right. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Like, if you were just on accident to drop this bow and run over it, like, I'd probably have to kill you. Yeah. So I, I'm not willing to take that chance. I'm so not going to put that. Know your limits. <laughs> oh yeah. I'm yeah. just going to hold all these bows and guns myself. Jesus. Yeah. He, runs, he runs in the red. Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. His RPMs are uh, at the yeah, like dark red, dark yeah. red. Yeah, way up there. So we could uh, maybe get Jocko and him. In a no, I wouldn't want to do that to either of them. No, no. It'd be to the death. Well, here's the deal: like Jocko is trained to kill people. Yeah, yeah. like it's his job. Yeah. Um, Kyle's just like red hot, crazy enough to. He's just strong. Eats weights. Yeah. And ready to brawl. No, that's anytime. not something you would want to see, like, for fun. Yeah. No. Okay. That'd be, that'd be, there'd It'd be, just be two animals. Flash falling all over. Yeah, there would be probably, like, not alive. Yeah. After that one. Somebody. Mm-hmm. So, there's, like, this silent rule of baseball, I feel like. So, when, let's go over the rules of, like, okay, we're going to throw balls at you. Like, so, if you hit a home run, you flip the bat, you're going to get thrown at. No. No, no that's not it. Back no. in the day. Yeah. Not today's. The today's game is like uh, today's game is all we yeah. got. The millennial game version. We want to go back to when Johnny was in 
Today's good. Back in the day, if you hit a homer off a big dude, yeah, you expect to get hit, and you got hit, and you went to first. Why would he? Why like? Why do you get hit because you hit a homer? Uh, I didn't. Because he make that. Because he wants that part of the plate back. Yeah. Like you didn't like. I own. That. You feel too comfortable, so you're able to hit a home run off me. I'll tell you what, Nolan Ryan was our uh, the owner of, of Round Rock Express back in 2006, yeah. right? Ryan Express owned it. Um, we took uh, a certain kind of BP, like batting practice, uh, like two or three times a week at home, where it was like situational batting practice, but it was four base runners, right? So you had a guy at each base, and you went up and you took one swing, and then you, you were the base runner. So it was a base running drill. Reads off the bat, live reads. First base, you played um, uh, nobody out, one out. Second base was the same. Third base was always no outs. And then, like at the end, second base was two outs. You're working on getting jumps. But um, So Nolan would, at whatever age, was he throwing? come out and throw BP to us on those oh. days. Like, pretty freaking cool. I get hit off Nolan Ryan for BP. And he's probably throwing heat, huh? I promise you, I hit... A handful of home runs. It's batting practice, right? Not a single time was the next pitch not at me. <laughs> serious? Dead serious. Because he wanted you to back up and off. in, up yeah. and in. I hit a home run, up and in. And there would be twelve guys that would go through and tell my next at bat. He would remember you. He would throw. If you hit a home run, the next one it's you was up and in. So he's trying to get in your head. He's telling you the plate's his. That's my plate. Like that was an yeah. accident. Don't so I got one for you. Troy Percival. Yeah. This guy's an alpha male closer too as well. Troy Percival was with uh, Detroit in 05. And I hit a walk-off home run off him. And I was young, dumb, and full of fun. Yeah. And I knew it was gone. And I literally walked to first. Boom. Do the whole deal. Walk-off home run at home. And it turns out, like, he blew out. Not on that pitch or whatever. So he was hurt. And that was the last pitch he threw. Well, that's stuck in his head. For a long time. In uh, 2000, so then, so he was done in 05. 2006, he was done. 2007, he starts to, like, coach his kids or coach some kids, and he starts throwing batting practice, and he starts to get it back. He starts to get it back. And he starts to throw, and he works out for teams. And he ends up signing a deal with St. Louis and makes it to the big leagues in 07 with St. Louis and nails it. It's Troy Percival, one of the best closers of our time. Um, 2008, he signs a two-year deal with Tampa, team I was on. We have a little run-in, and he goes, still a little bit upset about that. (laughs) (laughs) And I go, what's that? What are you talking about? Bro, this is three years ago. Yeah. I'm still a bit upset about that. And I went. We need to figure this out. We're teammates now. And I went, like, yeah, okay. Yeah, whatever. A young, still young guy. He's alpha. And I'm like, damn, what did I do? Thinking I did something like 20 minutes ago. Yeah. You know, like maybe I parked in his spot or something. Like all stuff. So he actually opens up. And then that was that. Uh, He opens up the season on the DL. And I remember this. And we go into Anaheim like a month later, and he was getting ready to come back. So he had to throw a live, live at bats. Right? We're in Anaheim. <laughs> coming. Right? And I wasn't playing. I get it. You know, hey, you got to face Troy tomorrow. Da, da, da. 
First pitch, straight in my spine. <laughs> and live batting practice and walks and goes, I was waiting three and a half years to do that. <laughs> Did you yell at the staff uh, for having you hit? Like, what the hell? I went. Troy asked for you. I went, get back up there, Troy. I want Gomes. I said, get back up there, Troy. Yeah. Next pitch, I hit it on the friggin' rocks. And I said, I've been waiting three and a half years to do that again, too, Troy. <laughs> so then yeah. he threw another one. This reminds and then, me. So you go back no, and forth. And yeah. then we're best friends. Okay, fine. Yeah. We're good. And I own the plate, though. Yeah, and then the we're best buddies. But that's yeah. awesome. You know, I that's one of the things <laughs> I love about baseball are these yeah. little things like that are integrated into the game that everybody knows about. It's not in the rule books. Yeah. But we all know it's a big part of the game. Yeah. Some of them are good. Some of them suck. So which ones are good? Well, it's the unwritten oh, rule, right? Like all these Breaking unwritten up. rules that we have to follow. But like, who writes the rules in general? Like, and then you get somebody gets mad because you broke an unwritten rule. Well, yeah. it's not really a rule. And who's the bat flipping police guy? The like, bat, or like Tatis, yes, last year hitting the yeah. grand slam, right? He should like, flip yeah. the bat. He should flip the bat. Here, yeah. you're not allowed to swing three zero because you're up by too many runs. Nah. Yeah, well, I'm hitting. Like, yeah. if there's a I, I hate it. There were rules that I hated, man. I hated them. Just like, okay, so we're we're not going to hold you on first base because of the lead, but you're not allowed to steal. Yep. Well, then hold me on because you can't have both. Yep. Like, I, I don't like that one. Yeah. You don't hold me on, I'm going. Go on. Hold right. me on. If you want me to stay, I won't run. Yeah. Right? But you can't have me not run and take the hole away. Yes. Like, I don't like that. Yeah. That's me personally. Like, I, whatever. You can get mad at me all you want. Yeah. I, 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 if you're going to let me swing 3-1, you can't get mad if I swing 3-0. Why? Don't no, just throw it down difference? the middle. What's the difference? Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, well, why it's okay if I hit a 3-1 home, pitch for a homer, but not okay if I hit a 3-0 pitch for a homer. See, my opinion is that if you got 3-0, you're up by a lot. If I'm the coach and I'm trying to train my hitters to dominate, I want my hitters to smash the shit out of it. Yeah, you got to eat. You got to keep your lights on too, man. Because you got to – those guys need to dominate that pitcher's brain. Tatis, this offseason, signs a $340 million deal. You think he feels sorry for hitting that 3-0 granny up no. 10? And he should. Do you think he did when he hit it? He might He might name his yacht 3-0 swinging. 3-0. I think he should <laughs> – why can't he flip the bat when you hit a, a walk-off? What's – because that's I disrespectful. I think when you hit a walk-off, you should be able to. Like, uh, I mean, like it's a team a celebration, right? Like, You should do the Machado, like, five-minute, you know, around the bases walk. The deal Slower. is – Like, the game's n- over. None of this will affect you if you don't suck. Yeah. Right. You like, suck. Roger Clemens never had to deal with bat flips. Like, all these oh, yeah, like you're gonna big get it. guys never – The respect, ne- right? Yeah. You, you, he commanded respect. If you – Yeah. He threw hard. Yeah. He was a big dude, so... But he was good. Yes. Like, you're not hitting that many homers that you're going to bat flip them or you're catching one. Yeah. yeah. Like, like, Jeter never had to worry about dudes just flipping him at second, flipping him at second. Martinez would get some bombs off him, wouldn't he? Pedro? Yeah. 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 Because he wasn't, like, super hard. He's I eight. Oh, I guess that's pretty hard. Yeah, that's fast. But with like long with ass fingers and three super high spin rate, yeah. and good chances at your head on but accident you, and on purpose. If you hit that thing and you're swinging hard, the ball's going far. It's going uh-uh. a long ways. You gotta guess right. 
Yeah, because he had a lot of stuff he could do. Yeah, guy had a sub two ERA. Multiple he had years. a pretty dirty chain. He, My he favorite was the fight where the old Yankee guy no, went after Zimmer. Martinez. Oh, dude, he just went straight. For that him. was bad, man. Mm-hmm. That was just it was bad amazing. For, it was bad for everybody. Yeah, that was bad on both sides. Like, the crazy thing is Dom sitting at 78 years old running after an alpha pitcher thinking he's going to do something to him. But you got to love that he thought he still could. Good. Oh, good for him. And Pedro dude. just Heisman trophies him. Just <laughs> and then he falls and Pedro's yeah. a jerk. Yep. Nah. Pedro's a jerk. It's called no balance yeah. anymore. It was Your equilibrium is jacked up. Yeah. But. It was Maybe you shouldn't have eaten the hot dog before. <laughs> it, was a, it was a great for scene. For 60 years. Yes. So... I mean, John, you had a, a a really long, really productive, incredible career. Yeah, you got done with it. Yep, like we all do. Yeah, um, do some pretty cool stuff. Yeah. Like after, right? Like that's the name of the game. What are you doing now? Or what? Yeah, not now. Let's we'll tease that in a little bit. But like, what? So after you retired in 2016 in Japan, mm-hmm. 2017, mm-hmm. what happens? So, um. Yeah, I was chilling, man. I was like, damn, retired, like, waking up at noon, like, doing stuff I wanted to do that I haven't done for a long time during the baseball season. And I checked all those things off, like, in four months. And I was like, damn, now I'm bored. Right? Like, you, I mean, you can only golf so many freaking times. Or whatever. I mean... This is for me, right? Like, I, it turns out, like, I'm a baseball rat. Like, I just, baseball is all I got. Um, and uh, actually, the Sox, the Red Sox, Nesson, um, who broadcasts the games, called me. And they were in a jam, I guess. I don't know what happened. They're like, hey, would you be interested in broadcasting a game? And I was like, uh, in my head, I was like, man, that would be pretty cool, but I swear a lot. <laughs> I am not politically correct. Like, uh, yeah. but yeah, I'll do it. They're like, how about you fly out, you know, to Boston? Um, you broadcast a game that's already been done. See if you like it. See if you're, you know, whatever, politically correct. Um, and if it works out, then we'll fly you back out for the following week and you call the game. I was like, yeah, yeah, all right, yeah, let's do it. I get a call like three days later. They're like, um, they're playing the Royals on this day. You used to play for the Royals. You used to play for the Sox. How about you just call the game? I was like, huh. I mean, and believe it or not, like broadcasting is just like playing. Like there's dudes in the minor leagues that are broadcasting games that want to make it to the big leagues as a yeah. broadcaster. So for me sitting on the couch and then just going in the booth. That's pretty big. It's big. And like. People are pissed. Bro. Oh, frick. Pissed. Um but uh, yeah, I went in and called some games, and it was it was super cool, super cool to see the game from a different view, from yeah, up totally. above, to see the game for fifteen twenty years from the dugout like this, and then be able to see the game from north down to south. Um, my gosh, it's an easy game from up there. It's like, <laughs> really? Holy cow! Super you swung easy up in a slider yeah. again. I saw that from up here. How'd you make that air? Um, you could totally see how the broadcasters are tough on dudes. But that was cool. So I ended up calling. I ended up calling probably like forty, forty-five games. Really, um, that was cool. And then the front office from Boston. So do you get the drink when you're calling games? Um, because Mark, if you're Harry Carrier, do yeah, you're Harry Carrier yeah. definitely. Yeah, you sure you can uh, if they allow you to, or if you hide it well. But yeah, I mean, you freaking 
That's awesome. Yeah, do whatever you want. I mean, I always thought that would be the best streaming deal ever is to have some dude who's talking crap, talking real ball. Yes. You know, that you can listen to like this jack wagon. Oh, geez. Or he hit the dog crap out of that ball. Um, like Harry Doyle. Yeah. It was cool. And then um, the front office from Boston ends up going to here, the D backs, all the guys. And uh, I followed him over and started player development in the minor leagues. How do you like the player development side? So, in the beginning, I'll tell you the truth. I was like a weekend. And I'm watching these kids, and I was just absolutely furious. I was like, how does no one in the dugout know a slider is coming right there? Like, look at this guy's glove. He's tipping. Like, look at his sequences. Look at all this stuff. And I just realized, like, I was just so advanced for these kids. You don't realize how far you've come. Yeah. You were at the highest level. Yeah. Our species had to produce. Now you're coming back down. To the beginning of your career, yeah. You, I, I don't realize that either. I remember um, a perfect example of that for me was I always thought my cousin was the hardest working person I ever met. Mm-hmm. Like my cousins, they're just grinders. And I remember I finally got him to come work for me, and I had a position that he could make good money, and I, he came work for me, and like we. He, we ground him in the ground. Yeah. And I'm like, dude, I, I guess we work hard. Yeah. Like, I mm-hmm. didn't know. Yeah. I you mean, know? it was, it was, it was cool. And I was, and I, I literally wanted to quit. I was like, I'm, I'm not cut out for this level. Because you didn't, why? Well, just because I, I was just so advanced and I didn't have time for like amateur to, crap. You didn't but, know how to like relay that information to the amateurs and develop well, I, them. I did, but where I was the past, 13 years like we don't teach that like that gets dismissed yeah like if this guy doesn't know that he he has to leave he has you, to get sent down yeah because if you're at the you don't teach that up there if you know it or you don't if you don't get out yeah and i i literally well, want, you don't get there if you don't know that yeah like you're not even there yeah it's like you don't even have to worry about it and i literally wanted to quit like after like the first week and then i, I was thinking i go like Someone taught me everything I know, yeah. you know, so it's my job to give back, to teach what I know. Yeah. So I always, I was always a firm believer of like, you know, if you're fortunate enough to play in the game for a long time, make what you make, do what you do. Like you don't owe it to anyone, but you owe it to the game to give it back to the game. Yeah. I. So you got to give I your knowledge that. back to the game. When I first got into my business, I remember there was a guy that sat me down and gave me some, um, just some really niche things for business in general, how to do things and like in the car business. And he sat me down and he wasn't afraid of me taking business from him. Mm-hmm. He was just giving me advice. And so because he did that for me, people that are coming up, I always help them. Yeah. Hardly any of those people actually make it. Yeah. But you learn, like, they're not competition. So you give them shitty advice? No, I give them, I give them <laughs> all the advice. I'm it's kidding. crazy, though. You give them all the advice that you have. Yeah. All the secret sauce that got you your success. Mm-hmm. And most of them don't even listen to you. Yeah. They don't want to do it. Or do it. Act. it does, it's too much work. Mm-hmm. They're not willing to put the work in. They're not, they, don't, they think they know better. Yeah. Humility is a tough thing, man. It's like... 
going, you know what? I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know. Like, I mean, last year was my first year really coaching on the minor league level. Like, and what are you saying? Like, some of these kids, like, I've got 12-year-olds that know more shit than they do. That's unbelievable. You know? It's true, though. Yeah, like, fact. It's not a lie. Um, like, my 12-year-old son last year would, like, know way more about the game. Maybe not physically be able to do it better, but, but know the situations better. Um, and that, for me, was very str- frustrating because, like, what he was saying is, like, I haven't had to teach this. Like, yeah. this is, it's in the back of the brain. Like, you yeah. wake up and it happens, you know? It, it is interesting. You see people are – they got – the skill sets, and they've gone where, however far they've gotten, and then the things they don't know. Yeah, like mm-hmm. how the hell? Yeah, there st- means their talents off the charts. Yeah, you know what I mean, like their, their yeah. ability. Or you see somebody that has all the talent in the world that could be the superstar, that can't do the simple things and not willing to do them. Or their work ethic's not there. They're not work ethic. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They're missing a key component, whatever it is, to get them to superstardom. The talent of the kids. This generate or this time is just through the charts. Yeah. Their baseball IQ is in the fucking gutter. It baseball IQ is huge, huh? Mm-hmm. Like knowing situations and mm-hmm. it makes think- the game so much easier. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like just knowing ahead of time what you have to do if this happens, like whatever it may be, right? Ball in right the- center gap. I'm playing shortstop, runner on first. Boom! I'm trailing to home. I don't think people realize how much knowledge it goes into baseball. I always say the game the love for the game will take off when you figure out what is going to happen or might happen in between pitches. Yes. So when the ball's not in play and you're working and that map, that's when you're thinking the most. The situations going on in your head. Yeah. Hey, what what do I do with the ball's it here yeah. here? Yeah. Those 20 seconds tell you everything you need to know about a player. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the game happens, you react, yeah, and then you think again. Isn't that crazy? Like how your reaction, how people react, mm-hmm. and what they do in certain situations. Like I think um, of like you know A Rod being how good A Rod was, and then he had that silly mess up at first base in the world's with Boston. Mm-hmm. Bronson slapped the Bronson's glove or whatever. Yeah. yeah, I was like, why did you do that? Why well, don't do just that? Just happened, man. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bad <laughs> cup of didn't coffee. Didn't want to be out. Yeah. <laughs> it's just interesting. A really good cup of coffee. Yeah. Yeah. How what people do, you know, in that. Because, like, yeah. baseball, it's all about, what, a fraction of a second you if have to that. react? Yeah, if that. Yeah. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's what it is. That's why I love it. That's why yeah. I love baseball. I I don't play anymore, but that's that's None what draws me. Yeah. <laughs> like, None of us like play anymore. Shit game. hurts now. Well, how many times you watching the game? You're like, you're thinking, I would do this, this, or that. Yeah, and I think about how many dudes were sitting back when I made the bad decision, being like, "You're an idiot." Mm-hmm. It's but. well, it's easy being the back street yeah. backseat driver, yeah. saying you could do it better. Everybody can do it better from the stands. True, you know, but there's some the person executing it. Yeah. They're the only ones with a say. Fact. For sure. It's a tough game. You know, it's, it's like it people hard. that run businesses, and then there's people that tell you how to run a business. Yeah. Or, you know. Well, in the business world, too, there's people that are grandfathered in. 
that they're well, they're grandfathered into a system that's already a really good system, right? And then all they have to do is that person doesn't matter. It's a plug and play situation. Yeah, but like Roger Clemens' son isn't pitching in the big leagues because he's Roger Clemens' son. You still got to earn it. He's got to earn it. Yeah, in the big leagues or in the business world, you know, the dad can get handed the son the business. Be like, all right, son, run it. They say, and he doesn't have to run it because everybody's running it already. He just sits on top of the board. Yeah, and he's I the guess guy. the um, it's the third generation that runs it in the ground the most often. Mm-hmm. The sec- the son maintains it, and then the son's son ruins it. Well, then you got the divorce in there too, and the oh wife gets half, and then <laughs> you get all that good stuff, yeah. right? And the brother-in-law takes over, and then yeah, it gets split, and then all of a sudden you got to get, you know, yeah, you're doing. There's so many factors to business and life, like to maintain, you know, be successful for so many years, like that. It's hard. It is hard. It's hard to be a top, and you got to, you know. Go I always tell people with the big leagues, it's real. It, it, I mean, if you work hard and you're talented, it's, it's easy to get there. Yeah. It is. Getting there is not hard. No. Mm-mm. It's not. You just I, hit look, I was bad and got there. Yeah. Like, the first time I got there, I wasn't very good. Mm-hmm. Staying. Staying was really difficult for part. me. Sticking, like you said. Huh? Yeah. Like you could have, in business, you could have a good year. Can well, you have five? Yes. Yeah, so you got to string them together. Yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, getting there is easy. You can be splashing the pan all day long. I think um, lots of those. Yeah. Yeah, like if you're not, what I've noticed is if you're not willing to always look at yourself and say, what do I need to change to get to the next level? Self-evaluate. And it has to happen all the time. Self-evaluate and be true. Yes. Because I suck if you're at not, this. If you're not looking in the mirror and being real, mm-hmm. then you will slowly decline in your business. Whatever it is, right? Self-evaluating is absolutely lost this day and age. Well, nobody wants to take responsibility for, like, problems. Or admit that they suck. Yeah. Like, uh, like it's really hard to admit that you're not good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And a lot of people won't. How many people just say, like, I screwed up, sorry, I messed up. Mm-mm. I'm going to learn from this, and I'll get better so it doesn't happen again. A lot less than used to. It's somebody else's fault now. I'm almost more You didn't ups- tell me that. I'm, You're right. I didn't tell you. My fault. I'm almost more upset with someone not owning it than the actual mistake itself. Definitely. Yeah. Like, yeah. you're going to mess up. You're going to. You have A to. lot. You have to. That's what we talked about goal setting a while back, like. Yeah. Put them high, screw up, cool. Yeah. Go for it. Just own it. Yeah. That's how I tell my outfielders. I go, listen, you're not going to get better by making great plays. No. You're going to get better by boxing plays. And then figure out what you did. Exactly. Yeah. So when you make a great play in the outfield, that doesn't mean you're good. This means you made when a When you play. box a play, I'm like, now we go. I like how you uh, said – I've I've tricked these guys to draft me. Yeah. <laughs> and then you tricked them. And then I, I did trick them. I, I just think it's amazing. You have so much respect for your brother to still say that you played 13 years in the Major League Baseball. Oh, yeah. And he doesn't have a one, day. A day. But you still say he is better than you. Fact. Thousand percent. But a, he didn't have the luck, the 
injuries in front of him, the, you know, crazy bounces that I had. I mean, the hardest thing to get in Major League Baseball, the hardest thing to get is an opportunity. Yeah. It's an opportunity. Yeah, if you stacked on a team, like, especially if you're, like, pigeoned into a position, right? Yeah. And then there's if you go to a team that's just stacked in that position. Yeah, you're screwed. You don't want to be Wally Pip. Yeah. Definitely don't want to be him. Yeah. Wally Pip is. I've told you this. See that, if you remember. It's uh, Lou Gehrig's guy, right? Bam. You paid attention. It's called aptitude and retention right there. Took a day off. I like it. One day, I'm going to need a day off. Okay, 2,000 games later, still got it off, bud. You thought he had COVID. (laughs) Took a day. (laughs) So, uh, tell me real quick, what what charity stuff? I know you've done a lot of stuff with military, a lot of stuff with uh, some SEALs and uh, Navy SEALs and stuff. What... uh, yeah, so we're with this uh, this group. It's called TroopsDirect.org, mm-hmm. and it's the only uh, charity out there that we support the active warfighter. Um, you know, there's, you know, wounded warriors is this and everything when they get home and they need all the help when they get home. Like, absolutely. But uh, majority, I mean, 90% of the time someone gets injured out on the battlefield is because they don't have the equipment that they have. And it's probably one of the most uneducated facts about our military about what they don't have um so yeah so we support the active warfighter uh we've done everything we've sent over we sent over 150 gun holsters to south africa because you know the whole branch of the marines down there didn't have holsters they're keep keeping their pistols in their cargo pocket um we've sent over you know we sent our 300 yards of garden hose that they were able to string together and string all the way over to fresh water with one route because the whole thing was IEDs. Um, we actually, we changed, we serviced all the vehicles in the U S embassy, um, in Africa, uh, their vehicles with oil and all the stuff They're between a hundred and 150,000 miles. Their oils weren't changed. Um, we bought from seal team three, five, and six. We've bought all the fatigues that they're using right now. Um, we've, Bought all their ballistic helmets. Um, I mean, it's crazy what they don't have, but mm-hmm. it's all charitable donations. And, um, yeah, it's, it's pretty cool to support the active warfighter. That's cool. What's the like, charity called? It's called TroopsDirect.org. Did you travel over to Africa to help out, change the oil? Uh, no, I didn't, let's unfortunately. Do it, yeah. I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll change the oil. Let's yeah. Let's do a – I, I want to do like a – Let's, let's raise some money you're, for this. You're going to try to roll Hunt into that, aren't you? Yeah. <laughs> like, maybe we could punch a tag. Like Ibex or something. <laughs> punch yeah. a tag. That, yeah. No, no, no. Punch another tag. Oh. You know? Yeah. Maybe we could roll on a... There's uh, some animals over there now. Yeah. Like, we could punch a tag that's very difficult to get. Mm. You know? I do know. Tags. Hey, we'll change your oil <laughs> if and, and if you can the, show me if I can drive the Hummer over to these hunting grounds. You can drive me over. Just I'll let just me drive the turret. You. Yeah, I'll I'll sit. I'll help you guys yeah. on the turret. Well, yeah, let's everybody let's support yeah. Johnny and his. Support, I, I like it. That's support a different support. Yeah. Yeah, we've said. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty cool. Uh, I mean, we can get uh, anything in the world. Uh, within seven uh, seven to ten days, um, we've sent over hair club for men for our special forces to dye their beards, you know, for the yeah. intel guys. Um, blah, 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 blah. 
That's yeah, awesome. the the act of warfighter is is pretty cool. What color are they dye their hair? Black. Black. Yeah. So guys like me with red beards and red tints that are over there trying to get intel, like uh, they'll nice. stick out like sore thumbs and they can't get anything. Yeah. yeah. We sent over. I mean, it's great. We sent over straight batteries for night vision. Huh. Like like double A's. Yeah. Like we get a request. Like we need like batteries. Duracell. Like meaning you don't have it. No. Mm. We don't. We're sitting on our butts right now because we can't get out at night. That sucks. Sounds fun. Yeah. Yeah. And this bureaucracy so it takes months, right? Yeah. But uh with you guys we'll, you we'll get send you some batteries. Direct. Yeah. I mean it's a good charity, a lot of people behind it. I think they've I think they've done uh, probably fifteen million in charity donations over the last eight years. So Do you guys have a is there a um like a there's like some site that tells you like how many pennies out of the dollar actually goes to ninety two. Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. It's the one of the highest. So that that way you can feel secure. Yeah, we got. I think we have like like two guys or one guy on salary. Just that's it. Um, yeah, everything else is donate, 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 donate your time, donate your time, donate your money, donate. Yeah, so it's about ni- ninety or ninety two. Yeah, cents, which is it's top top. Yeah, and we can't get any. We can't get any uh, like media because no, they don't want people to know mm-hmm. what the troops don't have. Oh, like who doesn't want to know the government? Well, the 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 government doesn't want the uh you know the general public to know well, that we're sending it. over like ballistic helmets. Are, cause are they don't we allowed them. to say it? Yeah, all day long. But I mean, you know, Fox. They're not going to do a news story it. on yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. CNN's not going to cover it. All the big, you know, all those guys aren't going to cover it. So it's, it's yeah, but we're you know going to give. But the the million listeners that we have, yes. I don't know, two the and a half. We don't uh, have a million. I was lying. The prisoners that get the stimulus and all the illegals that are getting stimulus and like they they're getting their money. Got it. But we can't give our troops. We don't have batteries. Batteries, no. helmets. They're not here. Fatigues. That's unreal, man. Yeah. Like we're giving billions and billions of dollars for. We're not Nothing. supporting. Yeah. We like if you can't. Like we're going about this like we're me and my partner, business partner. We're talking about like. We have a couple businesses we're running, and we we want to be really efficient at just those, and try to before we start doing some other things. And if you can't do those perfect, then why are you adding in this other stuff? I feel like that's the U.S. Like if we got the U.S. population, we're not doing a good job helping the people here. Mm-hmm. Why are we gonna throw in all these other people? And try to help them when we can't even help the people that are our own citizens, like the military. Yeah. Know. I don't know. I mean, I just freaking stay in my lane. Hey, you got your. <laughs> I, we, we still need that shirt. Yeah. <laughs> we're we're going to make shirts with yep. a lane on them. Lane yes. with a car. <laughs> just a car driving in your lane. It's yeah. so important to stay, stay in your lane. Yeah. Like, that's another thing. How many people that you get a question that's outside your lane? And people will go with it, and then oh, yeah. they waste your time, right? Yeah, stay in your lane. You want to be an expert on something that's not your lane? Yep. Just refer out, right? I don't know. Stay in your lane. I just can't, agree I can't with help him. you with that. Just, yeah, Nothing defer. I can help you with. Yeah. I'm fourth and ten, I punt. Yeah. Fourth it's good and ten. Punt. <laughs> a good punt <laughs> yeah. count. Yeah. 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 Good punt down. Well. You also have a Black Rifle coffee shirt on. I love this company. I brought one, too, today. Yeah, you do. I I don't have one on today. But you're a believer. You're a dreamer. Uh, pff, all th- We're building a trailer for Evan right now. 
Yeah, we should build a shop. We should build a, the whole deal. We're, we're trying. So, guys, um, Evan and the crew over there, we need it. Yeah. yeah. Paul, Coming. Evan, Matt, Matt, Tom, Tom, my boy Tom, if you're listening. Definitely not listening, but you need to tune in. <laughs> Come on, Tom. Let's go. Tom, we need Black man. Rifle in Arizona. We got you. Yeah. Um, yeah, man. So, like, doing some cool stuff. You got anything else? Uh, you got a little teaser, I think. I yeah, heard. we got a teaser. I'd love, I'd love to circle back with you in uh, today's the first, maybe today's in another month. So, we'll, we'll, we're going to try to schedule in May. Yeah. May 1. We'll, maybe we'll do a Cinco de Mayo. Orale, wey. Orale. Orale, yeah. amigo. With uh, well, tacos. Taco Tuesday slash podcast slash I can put wifey on the tacos, yeah, maybe. Yep, wifey on the tacos. Yeah. And, and we'll, she doesn't have to know that. We'll let the people know what we're teasing uh, them about. Yeah. May 4th is Tuesday. Okay. Cinco de Mayo is Wednesday. Cinco de... Cuatro. Cuatro. Cuatro de Mayo. Cuatro de Mayo. I got a song for It's us. on the calendar. You putting it on? You hear it? Yep. It's coming. This guy. This guy. has got all kinds of jams. Yeah, so, uh, so we're going to plan on circling back in about a month. Yep. Uh, to talk about some stuff that's... Um, like it's a game changer. Yeah, it's I'm, getting brewed. Yeah, I'm It'll loving what's going on here. So the kids, that's a good talk. It's all man. for the kids. Yeah. It is. I appreciate you making the drive. It was about thirty minutes out here to the house. And we can come out to you next time. Yeah. Oh, no, well, I'm coming back out here. You like it? Yeah. You should just move out here. Uh, I like being. Sh- yeah. You could shoot a bow. <laughs> what bow do you shoot? You're gonna have to come before it gets dark, and we can. I shoot. I shoot anything Cody has. I'll just you shoot all his stuff. He has um, a he has a bow, but we're gonna, we're bow. gonna need to get him on PSE. Yeah, you, you got a Matthews? What do you got, Matthews? I don't know what I had. I think it's yeah. I don't know you what. Need to get is. on the. Uh, he needs to get on the. We need to get him over to PSE. Uh, you know, we should do a build for him. Oh. I have a PSE TAC fifteen crossbow. Crossbow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, that I think is all screwed up. We're gonna need Probably. you guys. We're, we're, gonna, we're yeah, gonna, we're gonna elbow grease. Do we have a, a couple of these measuring uh, tape here? Dry shoots. Yeah, we do a measuring tape. I can, I'll get it ordered tomorrow. Yeah, measuring tapes everywhere, dude. So we're gonna we're in the shop wingspan. It's probably it's probably a thirty incher, thirty and a half. Which I'll, how many pounds? Seventy. As many 70? as you can, dude. Yeah, 70? I shoot seventy. I need to get 80-pound limbs. Oh, you want 80-pound limbs? I want yeah. 80. I want to be able to shoot freaking. You should start with 60 and then bump up. So we'll get you 70-pound limbs. But you gotta this guy's been shooting. Oh, yeah. you've been shooting? Yeah, I've been shooting. He has a bow. In my backyard. we got to yeah. fix his wrist position. Yeah, no. No, other way. Keep yeah. guess. We're getting no. You have a you have a we'll wrist you have a wrist strap, don't you? I No, yeah. I, yeah. My wrist, I'll fix it. So my brother started playing the guitar, and I was like, he just started jamming right away. I go, if it's that easy, I'll play it. I went like this, <laughs> and I went, holy cow. And this, get to there. I'm like, these things are just meant for this, straight yeah. up north. Yeah, straight so, up north. Yeah, they don't do like, that. They don't do that stuff. Yeah. When you, I went here and I, was like, I yeah. can't play it. Hey, have these two fingers go right along your jawline. Four strings. Right? These two. This way. Okay. And then just pull two. down your jawline. There you go. Yeah, you know, I got a trainer, too. Yeah. Get one over there. Trainer. That helps you yeah. with your, you can just sit there and. 
So I get a video during instructional league last year. Johnny's yep. at the house during his little uh, um, COVID uh, timeout. COVID hiatus. That was it. Was not COVID. It was just a yeah. false, false uh, inconclusive. Inconclusive. He's like, "How the boys doing?" We're sitting over at Chase playing with the young guys, right? And uh, I get a video. Of this guy throwing spears in the backyard. <laughs> hey, bells. Cold steel. So you got a spear. <laughs> Yeah, a couple. He's got a couple. Yeah, he's like, hey, I'm working on the spear throwing. <laughs> How far did you get? Like 10 yards, 20 yards? It's a lot harder than you think. I'm sure, man. It's really hard. When you look at these javelin dudes, I mean, I threw this spear at my hay bale, and it just so happened to, like, hit the hay bale, tucked down in, hit the string, and flipped, like, 20 feet over. And I was Ooh. like, that was so dangerous. <laughs> I thought it would just. Maybe I shouldn't do that. I thought it would just stick, stick where it's going to go, right? and it just wrapped around the string, cut the string. <laughs> huh. 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 I thought the kids weren't watching me just <laughs> drill this thing, or a neighbor outside. Yeah, yeah. That looks, I got to get yeah. better at this. Yeah, they so, have like a yeah. bag you can throw on that. Uh, it's got a hay bale. Yeah, a hay bale. It yeah. didn't seem like that was very. Yeah, nothing safe with spears. Apparently, <laughs> depends on how you throw them. I guess. <laughs> yeah. You just launch them out in the middle of a field and see what happens. Yeah, it was fun. We got targets all over. So next time you come out, we'll come okay. before it gets dark, shoot some targets. Yeah. I'll bring the spears. You definitely need to bring yeah. the spears. Yeah, I want yeah. some spears. Yeah. I got like, uh, how far is this? Probably 24 and then like 36 and 48. Oh, cool. Oh, multiple lengths. Yeah, and weights. Oh. Yeah. Like a progression. Apparently, yeah. Yeah. Get you used to it. Yeah. yeah, sharp is just. What kind are they? Cold steel. Cold steel. Yeah, cold steel knives, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. J balls. J ball. How's your knife? How's my knife doing, buddy? Oh yeah, man. It's, it's on the way. way. It is on, on the way. way. Yeah. So mine's on the way too. Yeah, it's always on the way. Well, he's down in Houston making knives for us. Chef knives. Well, these spears are sharp as freaking. We should kill a pig with one. I'm that. <laughs> That's the goal. Let's go. When do you want to go? I just want to caveman it. When do you want to go? I'll set a water Tomorrow. Okay. What time? (laughs) We can't go here. We got to go somewhere. We can go. How about coyotes? I got a great story about javelinas. Let's hear it. Coachy. Okay. So I'm in the Burbs in North Scottsdale. (laughs) Burbs. Yep. Scottsdale life. Everything's great. Yeah, Scottsdale. Everything's great. And... My first deal out here, all of a sudden, the freaking front yard is just, it looks like your landscaping crew just came in with a shovel and flipped over all your plants. Yeah. Overnight. Oh, because they go eating all your roots. Yeah. Got javelina is going in the roots. And I had enough of these things. And I'm like, whatever. So I'm in my garage, kind of like this. Um, garage opens, and there is a big old javelina right in my front deal. Coachy. Yeah, just ripping it up. So I jump on my mountain bike, and I ride right at him, and I hit my brakes to, like, scare him. I went, whoosh. So I'm, like, two feet from him. And he darts probably, like, five feet behind this tiny-ass cactus. He's chilling back there. Like, I can't see him. Like, he's right there. So I jump on my bike, and I just hit my brakes, and I was on the rocks, and I go, whoosh. I go, hey, like that. This freaking thing comes ripping around the cactus right at me. At me. I'm this California kid getting charged by a pig. 
in Scottsdale. <laughs> on a mountain bike. On a mountain bike, in the burbs. In the burbs. In the burbs. So I jump off the mountain bike. I flip this thing to the side. I grab the shock, and I grab the, uh, the seat, and I pin myself between him, myself, and him, and his snout is ripping through the frame, like right Did at me. Did it out? I can't. <laughs> I figured if I let go with this hand, he was going to slide this way. If I let go with this hand, he was going to slide this way. So, and it was a, a, my mountain bike kind of a tight frame, so he couldn't get all the way through. And it was everything I could to, like, hold him back. And I was reaching down right here because I had some big rocks. So I reached down with my left hand, which was weak, and I grabbed this rock and just went boom right over his head. Yeah. And he's and he took off. He barked and ran away. Yeah. And I was like. That was crazy. That was way too much effort in my front yard in Scottsdale. Like, yeah, that's not supposed to happen in Scottsdale. <laughs> yeah. Freaking coach here running wild. Yeah. I mean, I look at my mountain bike. He's got, like, snort freaking things all in it. And, I was, and he just runs off, and I'm just supposed to go back in my house. Like, That'd be awesome. Oh, we're cool. Hey, babe. What's up? You had a taser. How was tacos? Yeah, I just fought a bear out front or a bird or whatever, the big old pig in the front yard. Okay, you spear one. I'll tase one. Tase. I got a taser gun. Huh. How far? Sh- I don't know. Like we can. Oh, shoot. I don't know. Can we shoot Instead you water this no. far? Have no. you been tased? No. You cannot have a taser unless you've been tased. No. If you're a police officer, that's the rules. That's. A, I'm not a police officer. That's a fallacy. I'm gonna tase you on accident. I'm not kidding. Oops. You. Yep. Not kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sorry. Maybe at a water hole, and then all of a sudden I'll pull this taser gun out. You're like, what's that? I'm like, just watch. You're gonna send electric into the water, and it's gonna come back. Oh, I'm, I'm going to nail this pig. He's going to shoot it, let go real quick. Yeah. Just, no, I'm going to zap that bastard. All right. Bacon. And then you can You're going to make it bacon spirit. for us, not even dead. What, gonna, what can I use? Your feet. I'm not using a taser. <laughs> oh, what do you want to use? I don't care. A rock. A buck knife. Can I just use my knife? A buck knife. Slingshot. A J-ball knife. A J-ball knife. Fung- That's my chef knife, though. A fungo. A fungo, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm out on the fungo. Fungo ground ball. I swing enough fungos, dude. I'm not doing that. <laughs> oh, that'd be funny. I'm, well, I'm, I'm going to come well, up with a new weapon. If you want to go kill a pig, I got a spot. Okay. Well, you can go to the front yard in Scottsdale. <laughs> we don't want to eat those things. I know. No. We He's talking them. about the other pigs. Like yeah. boars. We'll go kill a fat 400-pound pig. Okay. Boars. But then. Yeah. I got a place in northern Arizona. It's good, go. too. It's good, good eating. Yeah. I'm actually almost out of... Pork, so we could go do it. Gotta have meat. We could gotta kill, have meat in the all kill pig. Okay. So when is it? We just gotta call him tomorrow. Time. We gotta go tomorrow. Tomorrow. We'll throw a spear tomorrow. Yep. End of May would be better. Beginning of June. Oh, deal. That's probably bad for you Done. guys. I don't care. Let's right. go. Bring one of those rigs of yours so I can okay. have a master bedroom. Sure. Whatever you want. Anything. He's got two. Talking. He's got two rigs sitting at the house right now. Unreal. Well, Johnny, appreciate you coming out. Can't wait to do it again. Yeah. See you in a month. Yep. Thanks for listening, everybody. Thank you, guys. Holla. See ya.